Yo, what is up, Friday Nighters? Get ready for that intro, guys. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's stand with it to the rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another edition, another episode of Just Another Friday Night. I'm one of your two hosts, CM Chuck. And I'm Double A, everyone. That's Adam and Tim Adam, guys. Uh, lots of technical difficulties before we started. <laughs> yeah. So our, As usual. <laughs> our, we don't look as crisp. Sorry about that, guys. Our fancy little camera here was like glitching and shit. So like, we didn't want to do the glitchy version. So we were like, okay, forget it. And then also, StreamYard said it added the ability to go live on Instagram. So I'm like, okay, let me try it. But in order to do that, you got to go live on StreamYard, then click back to Instagram and go live <laughs> there while entering this stream code. And I thought I did all that, but everything. It's all right. It's all right. Everything went okay. sideways. So more reason to have a drink, right? Yes. There, Double A. Yes. Double A, how the hell are you, bud? How was your week? Wet. Oh, cold. Wet but and cold. Made it. <laughs> made, made it, made yeah. It. And it warmed up at the end, right? I feel like it oh, warmed yeah. up at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so sure. It gave us a little bit better blocking here. Too. Yeah, just these two more days just need the sun to really dry everything up. Yeah. And uh, we'll be fine. I think and I think it will. It looked like rain was coming again, but then it didn't. So it I guess it's good. It shouldn't yeah. be. I need to cut grass, but it's just been like, you know. Okay. Uh, guys, uh, we want to get right into it because lots of news. But before we do, let's pop into these comments uh, that you guys have been dropping in. We appreciate that so much. Toy Mafia, always fresh out the gate. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Toy Mafia? Appreciate you being here. Uh, Lane to the Toy Mafia. Then Lane says, hey, guys, you're doing some good comic talk. Woo! Yep, Lane, I hope you'll stick around for this one. That's going to be a fun one, I think. And Lane says, I maybe uh, I had maybe one question if you guys have been reading much X-Men comics last I year. I really haven't been keeping up with anything, Lane. Um, I really wanted to read the Wolverine versus Predator series. I just haven't really got to. I haven't got to anything. Honestly. I don't know what's going on with anybody. Yeah, sadly, Lane, I have a stack of stuff, too. And me and Double A, we, we talked about a couple of things we wanted to talk about. You know, he had me watch, you know, Twisted Metal. And then I watched the great show that's been getting nothing but good uh, vi uh good word of mouth uh on um netflix louder milk it oh, got a yeah. second life oh, yeah, yeah. on on netflix kind of the way cobra kai did <clears throat> originally it was i think on prime youtube youtube youtube, YouTube. tv when they tried launching their own kind okay. of like subscription okay base. ron livingston will sasso brian regan i mean a great comedic cast written by <clears throat> uh co-created by one the of the Peter brothers. Fairly. yeah yeah, yeah. famous i thought like you would get Pin kicked Pin out when you saw that I was absolutely like, oh, man, he oh yeah he was gonna get a kick out i love the Farrelly brothers yeah. uh, uh something about mary and i think even the brother uh, directed a few of them too yeah i think so i saw that too and guys it's hilarious it's been 30 minute episodes 10 it's like three seasons 10 episodes 30 minutes mm -hmm. yeah. and it had a short life of the three seasons didn't get to finish because well i guess that that station was short lived. so their yeah that company that produced these shows just went bankrupt okay <laughs> and so you know that, that's just the way it was and it, it, it didn't get picked up and it was on amazon but you know it's it's weird it's netflix it's you have to go to netflix to maybe get a second life 
Yeah. And uh, CMN says apparently that it has been getting a second life. Yeah, it's been consistently in their top 10. I started following some of the cast. That's where and... I will want my shows to go. Yeah. And the, <laughs> uh, the, the main gal, I forget her Claire, name. The one who plays Claire, Claire. The one who plays Claire. She's just been like, wow, it's like the response has been great. Oh, awesome. So awesome to have okay, a second Okay, so they've been like seeing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So that's very cool. So... Yeah, because now it's four years old now. Yeah. Show, so I'm like, ooh. Okay. Pretty crazy. Right. But they say that everyone, they said that originally oh, yeah. Pirelli had seven, seven seasons, seasons. Yeah. plated. And that the the whole cast is interested in coming back. Mm-hmm. So if Netflix yeah. decides to do more like they did with Cobra Kai, we could potentially hopefully get more loud. I hope so, man. That that show is just it's fucking hilarious. And you know what? The other cliffhanger, me and you talked off air about it, but the other one is uh, Cutter. I want to see Cutter come back, man. Yeah, I don't he's know what great. the fuck happened I mean, to his character. He just like Dude, he was so hilarious. Yeah. He's the wolf from uh, Underworld, right? Oh, the big ass no, wolf. no, 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 no. No, that's not him? No. Oh, okay. Damn, no. I thought that was the same uh, No, no, no. Okay, shit. Either way, great acting by that guy. Yeah. Uh, so, have you guys watched Loudermilk? Let us know. Regarding X-Men, though, Lane, no, unfortunately not. The last thing I picked up consistently from X-Men was when everybody was on the, what was it? Krakoa. The yeah. island. Yeah, and there was like two books, like something There's like X, the House of X, Planet the Powers X, of X. Powers of X. And boy, Lane, that, I did that not whole thing enjoy ended, that. Though. But yeah. that whole thing finally ended. They're going to reboot the whole X-Men series. I just, I know that writer was touted. Was it Hickman? No, it wasn't. I believe so, yeah. But man, boy, that thing, I could I not get I heard a lot of mixed reviews yeah. on that whole thing. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of like it's, I, I just haven't been in kind of like the mood to start all over yeah. again and then too it's like the comics are like 599 699 oh yeah and i'm like Oof. yeah you know i'm, I'm kind of used to the 299 when it was you know i can get like five issues for 12 bucks now i'm i'm getting two issues for like 16 dollars i'm like yeah. oh, man that's uh it's kind of hitting the the budget list. Absolutely, you know? you're more likely lane to find me in double a like sifting through like some old one dollar books and be yeah. like oh cool story and you know I what i mean think, <laughs> but you can still find some good shit and i, I told totally. you when, when we're going through some dollar bins i was like holy shit you know this issue holy shit this issue you know i was yeah. like man there's still some good shit in there and anytime this guy's like oh you'll like this and this happens and if i'm like okay i'll take that yeah i'm like man there's sometimes there's like a lot of keys i'm like wow surprise yeah this kind of ain't a little bit more and i mean again for me not even for collectability but a great story which is like what, mm-hmm. what we're going to talk yeah. about tonight lane so i hope we long way around answered your questions if you've been reading x-men lane what have you been thinking tell us about it uh because i don't know really what's going on with them uh someone says here yo 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 is that jerry d maybe uh then we hear what's up familia love y'all and have a kick-ass show uh tell us who you are a facebook user sorry as you can see your name didn't pop up but if you're family we love you too and and if you're extended family friday night family then that that's family as well so we love that as well uh so classic issue here absolutely absolutely uh my first time reading it but i have seen the the justice league unlimited episode Mm -hmm. which was also fantastic yeah lane says double a the comic enforcer <laughs> of comic continuity, Q4. Q4 Absolutely. Yes, that is indeed who he is. Uh, so I'm off to give it some love back to Lane there. And Lane says, okay, CM Chuck, the comic <laughs> champion who styles and profiles yeah. into the pages. Yeah. Woo! And through yeah. the panels. Man, you uh, know yeah. it. And Jet flying, little hey, riding. Just just don't be Iron Claw Flair, okay? Oh, damn. Guy, I haven't seen it. Yet, I heard it. At least let me he be did, a young did. rock flair. Yeah, just, I mean, man, that guy's getting bash bad. I. It wasn't good, but I mean, shit, it was not that bad. <laughs> I was in a bar the other day, right? And they were doing that. You know, he famously did that rap video a couple of years ago, right? Uh, Flair. Oh. The, the rappers called the song like Ric Flair Drip. Oh, and he's in the man. video and he's like dancing with them and he's like got all his like jewels on and shit. Like it's better. He's letting them wear his robes, his Flair ah. robes. It's a great <laughs> classic rap video, but you know, because it got Flair and it's even better. Uh, Lane says, well, you guys are aware of the X-Men Origins. No, I'm not. Blue. I'm not. Uh, I mean, I know 
the classic, you know, Jim Lee, uh, Fabian Nissenza, like uh, uh, X Men Gold, X Men Blue, the teams, right? If that's what you're talking about. Yes, I do know, but if it's something else, then no, I I don't know. I I take like cliff notes, so mm-hmm. no, not really. He says, "Well, I'm asking us as Mystique oh, is the actual yes. father." Oh yes, we did hear about that. Yeah, that yeah, was... it's it's weird. Like they they always find ways to change shit. So she's his father and his yeah. Mother? No, Destiny is the mother. Apparently, oh. Mystique now has the power where she can actually change her whole DNA. Oh, where okay. she can be a man deep, and she can father. Okay, a kid. Okay, and we we had a brief conversation about this a couple weeks ago. Right, we were yes. saying like, how can she mimic the adamantium? But you know, claw? like the mutants, like, they she... keep going. They keep going different ways. Like Iceman's Omega mutant now. Gambit mm-hmm. apparently is an Omega mutant. Mm-hmm. Storm is an Omega mutant. I'm like, guys, calm down with some of this shit. Yes, I know they can't technically be Omegas, but I mean that's supposed to be like a special term. You know who I bet is yeah. not an Omega mutant? Omega Red. Yeah, he's not. He's Sadly. just a, he's just a Russian super yeah, soldier. He's just a regular. There's a regular old guy. Um, I but, love that dude. Yeah, love no that shit, right? <laughs> I think our good friend Arellis Delgado is a fan of, of Omega Red. Fuck so. yeah. I had Jim Lee sign. Yeah, he looks that, badass. That ass cover. <clears throat> that's a great cover. The one yeah. him with Wolverine, right? Yeah, like issue five or whatever. Shit. shit, that's awesome, man. It's a fucking awesome cover. All right, guys. Shit ton of news. I'm yeah. sorry that we're not live on Instagram. I'm really that really disappointed me. I wanted to be live on Instagram. It pisses me off. But uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do, right? So shit ton of news. So Ooh, double A, big one. It is the weekend of four football Sunday. fans. Sunday. Super Sunday. Yes. Uh, yeah. All, all, all two games: NFC Championship, AFC Championship on that day, guys. It all comes down to this to find out who's going to go to the Super Bowl. So let's let's talk it out. Double A. Uh, okay. First off, do you believe in the Super Bowl conspiracy now? That's gotten like so much win now. It's got yeah, everybody's saying it's San Fran and Baltimore. Yeah, I've been hearing that. Yeah, but I've also been hearing that it's going to be. Uh, Detroit because of Eminem and he's been going to all the games and his daughter oh, versus Taylor Swift, Kansas City. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that, I mean, you know, the NFL, they're like, oh, as much as they've been putting the camera on her yeah, ass. I just really, really hope that's not true. I I really want to believe it's the best team wins, honestly. I want to believe it too. I hate that yeah. so much if I find out years later mm-hmm. they did the 1919 Chicago White Sox. Oh <laughs> you my know, gosh, that, I that know, right? World Series, yeah. you know? I don't think we'll know until we're dead, <clears throat> but when we get to the perfect game, you can ask me like, hey guys, it's football rigged? And then St. Peter will be like, it was a, it was a work the whole oh. time, kid. Man. Um, no. Yeah, if, if, if that's the case, I'd be like, man, what did the Bills do, man? They must have like fucking <laughs> run over a bag of puppies or something. Like that. Like, fucking the Buffalo Bills, man. Guys, were, they, were they former Sodom and Gomorrah people? No Come shit. On now. How about that kick, right? Though, like, I think Again. we were all thought Josh Again. Allen was going to pull it out. I think even he yeah. did. I think they were like, that felt like such a well, flat end. CM, Again, it's not supposed to come down to the wire come down to like you should have made did made better yes. decisions yeah it's like come on and and the thing too is like again because i've been hearing some of the sports radio again everyone's kissing mahomes ass i love mahomes don't get me wrong he's great love mahomes but that man they're saying this guy's like the greatest of all time i'm like man don't you remember in 2020 when brady kicked his ass bad uh-huh. with the tampa bay buccaneers uh-huh. a team that before him was bad was uh-huh. terrible he got there he got him a super bowl over yeah. Mahomes, yeah, and now they're back to being kind of mediocre all over again. I know Baker took them, but come on now, it's the same yeah. team. They said it's the same team that Brady had. 
Yeah. The same exact team. That's interesting, so, yeah. It's like, come on now. Like, let's not crown Mahomes just yet. And for some reason, it feels like people are kind of writing them off as the underdog against Lamar. Not again. So, yeah. But again, is it because of the conspiracy? Yeah. Uh, real quick, interesting comments from Lane here saying that... Uh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, he says... Uh, it made me maybe not, not find Mystique Six anywhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know... But, uh, Lane, I mean, if it helps Sabretooth and her did bang... And yeah, yeah. They had a human son. Yeah, oh, okay. Which was a great increase. Great increase. Yeah. Yeah. No, not him. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, Sabretooth banger, Wolverine banger. Yeah, yeah, she's been Apparently around. Magneto's banger. She's, uh, she's, um, I don't even know what's, if it's Rebecca Romaine Stamos, I wouldn't kick her out of bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I still prefer her over. Uh, or make sure to go out too with, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what about uh, Homelander with uh, that guy? No, that was, that's gross. He's like, turn see, fucking back. Yeah, that's <laughs> gross. No. He's paying that Homelander guy. Homelander fucking gross. <laughs> it's a little like Elizabeth Shue. Classic. <clears throat> Lane says, and that is bad since Sideshow is coming out with a premium format. <laughs> Damn, there you go. Hey, see, uh, see Lane, they is just. He, is he going to have a bulge? I don't know. They just, or, or did you switch out, switch out the bulge if you want? So you hey, there, there you go. go. I. I Either either lane it'll sell for sideshow or it won't, and they'll know what kick what killed them. Uh, Joe in the house says, "What's up, Superman? I, uh, Superman? That's correct. Excuse oh, me. Correct. Okay. There you go. Okay. That's right. That's right. Joe Superman. Yeah, we appreciate that, Joe. Um, okay. I, I don't buy the conspiracy though. Like, I, I hope not. Yeah, I, I hope. really hope not. And and I will tell you this: I would like to see because it is becoming more of a more of a business. Yeah, that's why I'm not liking. I guess I'd like to see Casey and the Lions because. Casey has the potential to tell the story of back-to-back -back for the first time since the Patriots, and the Lions have, I guess, the potential to break this streak, whatever, but I really don't care for the NFC at all, so I really want to see it either be I want Casey Baltimore or Baltimore. To go. I all want the Baltimore way. To go. Uh, double A, would Lamar be, well... He'd be his first ring. His first ring, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Ravens second? Third. Third, okay, mm -hmm. so that franchise is getting a little bit yeah, of a... Yeah, they have know... one in 2000, they have one with yeah. Flacco, and then they, That's right. this That's could right. be potentially a third one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, our friend from Canada, CJ Belanger, is a uh, Ravens fan. Oh, okay. So he'd have something to gloat about over yeah, I thought he would have been Detroit because Detroit's close to Canada. Uh, yeah. Apparently not. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. And then uh, let's see. Uh, my good friend, Mike Nash, uh, that he's worked with at the bank, is a, is a Ravens fan. But he's from Baltimore, so he gets every, every – I think he lives there too. So uh, he actually eats blue crab. So I'm like, all right, if you're a Ravens Ooh, fan, man. you know. I want yeah. to try that shit. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Anything with lots of butter, lots of garlic, right? Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lane, that thank you for reminding me. I just saw it on Netflix when I was flipping through. Oh, oh, that's already out. Yes. Oh, gosh. Now I got yes. to watch. Okay, yeah. Lane, says, uh, Lane says, oh, and speaking of new media, watch all five episodes of Master And I was thinking maybe if we good. get through and maybe we can cover that. I love that. We've, okay. done, uh, we've done the other Yeah, because we the did the one. first two. Uh, Revol mm -hmm. Revolution? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. Uh, Lane, do you know, was Kevin Smith involved in this one? Do you know Double A? I want to say he was. He is? Okay, I good. So. Man, I, 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 I thought he did out. great. I thought he did <laughs> yeah. I know he took a lot of heat, but Kevin I thought it was take, it. Yeah. take the fucking heat. Kev needs a good PR guy to stand in front of all the bullshit and, and filter out the bad shit that gets to him and, and let the good shit come in because Kev's a great guy, I think, and he does great work and he keeps his budgets low and I think he tries to do the best to pay homage to the fans and... But people know he's sensitive and they shit on him, which is fucked up. Uh, okay. Uh, well, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead, go ahead. Uh, but great, great update. Lane and I didn't do an update for that. And I have a couple of other updates I didn't do a thing, uh, a slide for, but we'll get to them. Uh, but before we move on, do you have a pick for who's going to go, Double A? 
Uh, I'm really hoping Detroit beats San Fran because I hate San Fran mm-hmm. with a passion, and mm-hmm. I hope Baltimore goes because I just like Baltimore. Okay. They're a really good, solid team. So Double A's looking for Lions and Ravens, and I'm looking for Lions and KC for storyline. Uh, I just way, don't like San Fran. I'm, I'm okay with whoever goes from the AFC, and I want no, the you know AFC. What? I'm not sorry. Fuck San Fran. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I hope okay. Jack is watching. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's see what else here. Uh, hey, man. Table, man. That's, it's, it's me, guys. Have a kick-ass show. Okay, with you. I'm glad you came in through YouTube with your R2 uh, yeah. uh, logo. I love that. Uh, Joe says, happy World Rumble Weekend. Hell happy yeah. World Rumble Weekend. Joe, we'll get to that. That's in my slides for us to talk about. So save your thoughts. Uh, he says it's the Taylor Swiftable. Uh, it may be. It may very well be. Uh, she's good for ratings, apparently. Uh, Elaine says, right now, speaking of Sabretooth and Sabretooth, where they just introduced oh uh, like 40 variants in him. Really? Is this what we have left? Yes. Is this what we can write about? You know, you know, it's funny. We were talking about comics too, right, Lane? And I wanted to read because uh, I was late to the dance and I heard about this new Ultimate Spider-Man, right? They're like, apparently he gets the powers when he's older. So, well, apparently now the covers are already all, there was 18 covers or some shit and they all got sold out and now they're already like aftermarket prices. I'm like, great, I guess I won't read that. So trade. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, it sounded interesting, but yeah, if I fucking can't pick up one, you know what I mean? So, um, what are you going to do? Uh, Joe says, uh, Claude Belanger 2 is an Ar- Argonauts fan? Like Jason Argonauts? and the Argonauts? Jason? I, 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 Jason and Argonauts? Okay. Uh, Kev did say he stayed quiet about it. Uh, okay, good. Okay, Fine, good. Yeah. That's good for him. No, that's good for him. To, to, if, he, if that's what he feels, so he doesn't get shit, then good. <laughs> uh, obviously, the man himself is here. He says, go Ravens. Uh, CJ, uh, Double A wants to know, why are you not a Lions fan? You're closer to Detroit. Uh, let us know. I mean, obvious reason. Does it have why? to do with geography? You know, well, I mean, right? obvious, right? <laughs> Detroit just sucks, right? <laughs> uh, Joe says Chiefs and Lions. Okay, there you go. Taking a shit on, on, on CJ. Not cool, Joe, but all right. Uh, Joe also says, yeah, fuck the Niners. <laughs> Very nice. Kara says Detroit, because that's where my man Eminem is from. See, it could be Eminem versus Swift. You know what that I mean? was Cooper's from there. Nice. And Nugent. Kiss, right? No. But that's where they're always, you know, all right, Detroit. Oh, but Detroit Rock City? Yeah, they, yeah, they wrote about it because that's one of the better places. One of the better places to rock at? All right. In the 70s. You know? Damn. Where are they from? Are they from Jersey? New York. Kiss New, New York? York? All right. All yeah. right. Look at me. Learning something all the time. <laughs> Toronto Argonauts, oh, the Canadian football league. Shit. Okay. Double, uh, double, uh, Joe shit. Oh, like, what are you going to do there? Right. All right, guys. Well, Lots of things out there. Um, just always a fun time. It's going to be fun football. So hopefully maybe we'll get together and watch some or whatever. And, yeah. and, and uh, yes, sir. figure out who's going to Super Bowl, guys. Then we get a week off and all the commercial hype and all that good shit will come out. All right. I got you. Now, I didn't go over this with AA, the slide. So he'll be as excited as hopefully you guys are to see what's going on here. Okay, real quick, before we switch to football, <laughs> CJ says, when I was young, I started playing Madden, and Ray Lewis was on the cover. Ever since then, I started riding with the Ravens. Going uh, to get to a, a game, game every, every year in Baltimore and another in Cleveland. Man, badass. Okay, there you go. See, that's awesome, man. Hey, anyone that's if you're making your way out there for your team, kudos to you. I think the Patriots play, but it was in Houston. Uh, all right, guys, let's move on. All right, I knew you were pumped about this, and I grabbed Fuck this yeah, picture specifically because I, I was like, dude. Uh, Will Bethel, right? Is that how you say his name? Has been confirmed. Is it? Is it Will? Am I saying oh, it right? Wilson. 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 I knew because like Wilson. Wilson Bethel. Bethel. Am I saying it right? I think so. He has been confirmed to be returning in Daredevil: oh, Born Again. So fucking as exciting. Bullseye. Yeah. Very. Kelly Mack. A lot of the guys in the group were very excited mm-hmm. too that he was coming back. This. It's because of this man 
that really puts the Daredevil series for me as the best Marvel show out there. Yeah. This man in season three was just fucking killer. Really great. Icy, crazy, psychotic. Perfect, uh, but the perfect bullseye. Yeah. Perfect in every kind of way where once he let loose, he's actually more focused Mm -hmm. (laughs) on -hmm. on his objective. Yeah. I mean, when I heard the Poindexter name, I was like, I I texted CM before I even knew because I didn't know he had saw. I was like, oh my God. Bullseye's in the fucking season three. Yeah. And he was like, what? Yeah, I, was I, like, know, oh, I didn't know he hadn't seen it. But, but the, th- the <laughs> was thing was, that... was that like, it never got to me. Like that was nothing. Like, I had never heard. I feel like double A people kind of slept on that. Season yeah. Three, man. I was and like, man, are really you kidding good. me? If you guys yeah, haven't watched season three. Like Kingpin becomes Kingpin. Mm-hmm. He gets this guy to fuck up Daredevil's life in so many ways. And he does such a great job in the season. Yeah. And I was so happy he's coming back because this guy is the perfect bullseye. And I think they've also confirmed the Foggy's coming back. Yeah. And uh, uh, Deborah Ann Wool. And Deborah Ann Wool. Yeah. I forget Foggy, the actor's name. Uh, me too. I forget. Uh, but he was great as Foggy. Yeah. And Deborah Ann Wool. So was I was like, okay. You know, speaking of him, the guy that plays Foggy, he comes out and he killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. With no lines. Oh, like just okay. in the background hanging out. I'm like, are you? Are you, wow. you got reduced okay. to this ancillary kind of role. Yeah, he's probably like, you know what, Scorsese movie. Yeah, Scorsese. And you're with DiCaprio yeah. and De Niro. And, yeah. and uh, so, yeah. Uh, very cool. So, very exciting news on that, guys. What oh, do yeah. you think about Wilson Bethel coming back as Bullseye? This is just a, 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 a mock up of, of a costume somebody did, I think. It looks great. I think it looks bad. I, like I hope it. they do that. You know what I mean? Obviously, they showed his ball cap in the season three yep. that had the logo mm-hmm. you know the bullseye logo from his, his adamantium spine was getting worked on at the end of the season three yeah so. and he had a daredevilish suit all we had to, like i said in our episode on that guys go back and watch it all i needed was for him to be painting that suit and then paint that logo on there and i'd have been like holy yeah. shit so if we we got to be getting that now the other news about this show w have you heard reduced potentially from 18 episodes okay. and that's fine yeah, 18 That's was fun. a lot. It, it was like a, a lot. whole lot. Yeah. You're going back to the old days there. Right. I was like, right. Oof. Where are you comfortable at? 10? 10 is good. 10 is good. I like 10. Yeah, I feel like 10 is good because I felt like Ahsoka maybe could have used two more and not felt rushed. And, you know, uh, 10 feels good. You know what I mean? So, uh, Joe says Night Nurse returning wow, too. So, okay. does that mean. Uh, wow. um, Rosario? Rosario? Uh, Night Nurse? Uh, Joe, let us know if that's if you know for sure. That's very cool. All right. Um, real quick, before I move on from this slide, I want to say I want to read a couple of slides that I did. I took pictures of on my phone that I want to talk about, but I uh, did not make slides of so we could talk about it. So one real quick is and Joe just say yes, Rosario. Okay, badass. Keeping us in the the theme of Marvel and movies and stuff like that. Uh, Deadpool has finished. Oh yeah, wrapped, wrapped up. filming. So yes. that's awesome to hear, yes. right? Everything was on now hold. Now we're just hoping. We're just hoping now it stays on its date. Yeah. Okay. That's the only thing I hope now. I hope it doesn't get moved. Absolutely. Absolutely. And while we're talking again, superheroes too, but keep it with the guy who was mysterious. His trailer debut, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Roadhouse. I thought it looked pretty badass. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. I, I like watch it. McGregor, like McGregor in there. Yeah. Uh, well, you've never seen Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Do you think I should watch uh, the new Roadhouse before yeah. the old no. Roadhouse? <laughs> you can. You can just watch this new one it looks completely different right. apparently jaylen hall's like an mma fighter yeah i saw that yeah where that the old one he was just kind of like he taught himself how to fight and he's just like a bar uh bouncer like a bar bouncer yeah, okay that's about it okay. this one looks completely different like i was like holy shit yeah <laughs> give it to me where it's streaming at joe the original and maybe i'll get some time yeah you should just see it though it's funny i always hear good things and uh sam elliott right yeah i love sam elliott uh, he's like, you got to use so many uh, swear words. Harry Slugs in there, too. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. 
I mean, that alone right there. I'll watch that for the funkster, man. Funk you. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Moving on. Oh, here we Damn go. Damn it, watch the Swayze one. I can see Joe's probably flopping around like a fish right now. Yeah, I think it's true. I'm like, okay, Joe, okay. I'll get you it for you, bro. It's okay. Hey, can we get an episode now? Watch this. Hey, man. UNCM? Yeah, an episode go. of Roadhouse? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I told him Terry Funk a long time ago. <laughs> And fuck you, Joe. <laughs> Damn. All right, here we go, guys. Man, now we got a date. But March. Why is this taking so long? <laughs> I have no idea. And this is weird. I can't wait. Me and my nephew can't wait. I he know, wants, I he, he wants to know if you're caught up. I got, no, I'm I think not. he wants to oh. come and talk and about it. That'd be great. I'll, I'll get caught up by March 14th. You, you see, though, like, people do an episode with me, but they don't feel the same unless they're here with you talking about it. Then they really get the, they gets their juices, the creative juices flowing. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Uh, oh. regarding Roadhouse, well. Genesis, there's a love to the Carter Wine. Okay, so long as it, is, it, is it Maslow's? I don't know. Yeah, it's her, it's, it's uh, Swayze and the, the blonde chick. You know? Oh, okay. Who's the blonde chick? Anybody I know? Hey, it can't be more comfortable watching uh, fucking uh, Ving Rames in Pulp Fiction. Oh, that was very uncomfortable for each seven year old eyes. They watched it. I didn't know that was such a thing. Uh, yeah. Until I yeah. saw that movie, I don't think I, was... I don't think I would show my nephew Pulp Fiction no. even now with that. Yeah, I'm serious. I saw it when I wasn't supposed to, and yeah, that freaked me the to fuck be honest, out. I don't think I saw Pulp Fiction. When I was like 14. That freaked me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that freaked me out, out real bad. That freaked you the fuck out. Yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> my intense. gosh. I'm like, you're like, yeah, I'm like, fuck. seriously, it fucked me up for a little bit. I was like, oh my god. Like, I went to the kitchen after yeah. that part. I was like, what the hell did I just see? <laughs> We starting to drink yet? All right, here we go. I'll take for no Oh, okay, shit. Sorry. Now you're good. I'm in no rush. I thought Steve might have hopped in by now. We would have given the cheers there. Steve. 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 Well, yeah, Steve. In your memory, Steve. Cheers. Damn. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Maybe it's the voices. Maybe. Maybe they can't all get together. I mean, I know. I know Stephen Young is busy. Um, yeah. Not with Sentry though. He's not going to be Sentry anymore, right? No. Double A. No. Do you think? Do you think maybe? What do you think? What now for Sentry? Speaking of, I was coming to you guys. I don't know who he oh, is. Oh, okay, okay. But I will tell you something. I did. Did you watch Saltburn yet? I haven't seen those yet. Okay, I watch. I watch. It's a movie it. or a show? It's a, it's a, it's a movie. Oh, okay. It's a movie. I heard it's weird. It's weird. Okay, it is weird. The guy that played the Joker yes. in the new Batman, Keegan very very cute. Yeah, very. Yeah, there you go. Who's also in uh, Eternals? Eternals. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a it's a fucking weird movie. I would put it. In, did you see Midsummer? No, I haven't seen that. Okay, one it's like in that like vein. Florence. Weird. Like Florence yeah, weird. I like Florence. I did not like Midsummer. And this movie, I put it in the category of Flowers Moon, where I say it was a. I watched it once, and I don't need to watch it again, and I don't need to buy a copy. So if you get a time to watch, it, it maybe something you can watch with your wife. You know what I mean? Like just like you gotta watch, you gotta watch it. And Roxanne's like you gotta watch it. And I was like yeah, that right. kind of something might be a girl movie. Yeah. And there were things I think girls would like about it, but I was like, okay, not for me. However. The, the the opposite guy, Jacob Elordi, I don't know what else he's from, but that guy would be Jacoby, a, right? I think so. I think that's what you say. Jacoby Elordi? Yeah, okay. I think, so. I think he would be a fantastic Nightwing. I had heard somebody mention him for Superman, but he has brown eyes, not blue eyes. So I guess the guy that got a little bit better, but this guy would be a kick-ass Nightwing. Although I think Nightwing has blue eyes too, I think. But either way, this guy, he's got the look, man. He's like lean and fit and like a square jaw. Like, and the black hair is like... Yeah, I could see where people would think Superman, but he would be a fantastic Nightwing. But no one ever thinks about Nightwing. I know. Man, it just sucks. I know. Joe says, uh, Chuck needs a day cool shot. Oh, here it is, Joe. 
Cheers, Cheers, Steve, again, belated. And to all you guys. And to all you guys. Are you guys ready for the rest of Invincible? I am. My nephew is. He wants to come in the studio. He wants to talk about it with you and all of you guys and finish it out. Um, Next thing that came up. Nominees for the Oscars have come out. Double A gives it the hand wave. Doesn't give a shit. I'm like, man, I've never heard the zone of interest. I never heard of the holdovers. I never heard of Anatomy of a Fall. Mm-hmm. American fiction, I barely heard of. I never heard of that one. Poor Things, I don't even think I know that fucking movie. Maestro, I know they're everyone is saying, oh, you need to see that one because Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper. It's not about the Hulk, older Hulk. Man, I wish. That would have uh, been, awesome. been awesome. I was like, man, so the only two movies I know are Barbie and The Killers of the Flower Moon and Oppenheimer. And Oppenheimer. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is gonna be another fucking year. <laughs> and was, like, was it always ten movies? I don't, I don't know. think. I feel like they yeah, pumped it up. Know. I felt like it used to be like four or five, and they jumped it to ten. So I'm with Double A. The only thing I've seen is Barbie, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, and I still I'm waiting to see Oppenheimer. I'll see Oppenheimer before the Oscars when it comes out for free on on Peacock. 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 Yeah. Uh, the holdovers is on I think Peacock or Prime on Peacock right now too. So you can watch that. Oh, is that the Dominic. Giamatti movie? Yeah, the Giamatti oh, movie. Yeah, okay. the yeah, poor things I heard of. That because, movie looks fucking boring. Yeah, which I heard good things of. I've heard. I know, I know. Uh, the one I tried to watch the other day was like Parasite, or whatever. Right to sleep. Put me right to sleep. That movie is so fucking overrated. I saw it. It's a good movie, but man, it's not what everyone always says that movie is. It's just squatters. It's just squatters in a fucking house. Uh, we live near Brook City Base. We see squatters outside. <laughs> I, I need but look outside my window to see them squatting. Yeah, February 16th, Joe. Yeah, yeah, good call, Joe. Thank you. Um, oh, and if anyone has Paramount, uh, Mission Impossible, the new movie is out. And we have Pretty an episode good. on that. If you want to watch our, yeah. watch the movie, then listen to our episode. Uh, I did hear about the four things because that's the one with Emma Stone. And it looked kind of interesting. But see, man, I'm kind of like still, it's like, yeah. Have any of you seen, has any of the Friday Night Faithful, any of the CW Faithful seen any of these movies? If you have, which ones? And which ones did you like? And which ones do you suggest we watch? Maybe besides Barbie, which I thought was great. And Double uh, A's Oppenheimer was great. And I saw Killers of the Flower Moon. And it is a very good and beautiful movie with great acting. I could see Sports it winning Sports movies are always yeah. going to be nominated. Yeah. Now, again, it's not a rewatcher. I'd rewatch Barbie. I'd own a copy of Barbie. I watched it with my nephew. We yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean, I can see that with the killers. You know, it's yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe says, New Curve is what I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to. Oh, what's so funny, though, is, you know, with Barbie, you know, it's like that, you know, Greta, the director, didn't get nominated. Yeah, they said that wasn't um, enough. And Margot, I don't, I don't know if she, should she have been nominated, honestly? Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> She kind of plays like just like a very beautiful woman. Which, I mean, she is. You know, she's perfect. Yeah. Probably not a stretch. Yeah. I don't know. What was funny, though, is that Ryan Gosling got fucking nominated. I started laughing my ass off. Now, he was good. I was laughing it off because, I mean, he's supposed to be so irrelevant right in the movie. Yeah. And then he's the one that gets fucking nominated. And the song (laughs) is nominated. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy got (laughs) two nominations. (laughs) Now, I didn't do slides, but um, 
Spider-Verse uh, animated movie got nominated. Okay, good. So great. I'm happy good. on that. And I think the Godzilla Minus One got nominated for sound. Okay. Oh, and people yeah. were pissed off that they didn't get nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> I was like, there's Those no movies. way. The, the, comic, the, the, the Oscar Academy is barely ready for comic book movies yeah. to be winning fucking actor yeah. awards, let alone. That's why it's so crazy to think that at one time Return of the King did win Best Picture. Yeah. That's just fucking insane. It really was insane, you know? man, for but, sure. But uh, I think Margot... If, like, let's just say Barbie does win Best Picture, I think she does get an uh, Academy for that. Okay. Because I, I think she's a producer. Oh, badass. So nice. I think she would get an Oscar if it won, which it's probably not. So Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's taking home that one. I think it's going to go to Oppenheimer. I think, I think, that's, I think Nolan's finally going to get yeah. his. If the prior yeah. awards have been indicators too, right? Because Oppenheimer was what was sweeping. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. I mean, I hope Nolan gets it. You know, that dude has deserved it for so many fucking movies, mm -hmm. you know? So I hope he gets yeah. it. Yeah, and I like I said, I still want to watch it. I'm looking for it. My sister wanted to see it. She surprised me. She was, she was willing to buy it. It's interesting. It really is. It really is interesting. Yeah. When you think about it, you're like, man, you unleash this new weapon on the on the world. Yeah. What's the future going to hold? You know what I mean? So, oh, absolutely. It's uh, scary. Did Cillian Murphy garner... He's good. He's really good. But did he get a nominated? I didn't yeah, think. I think he did. Okay. I and he... I didn't put up all the best, the top big five. I think five, him and Downey I, got I it. I should have. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping Downey will get to see that. Um, Finally, I hope so. My nephew said he wants to watch it. He's like, hey, when the Oscars come out, I want to watch it, which is cool. Oh, okay. I started watching the Oscars at about his age. Shit, I, I love, I, I kind of like award shows. So. I think it was better than him. Yeah, it was. Uh, but what about the snub for the Iron Claw? People were saying that there was lots of good performances and acting in that, and also, you know, it was a good movie. That people were said the Iron Claw got completely shut out, and that that was wrong. You agree, or you felt like it wasn't that strong to garner? It's really good. Efron is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, man, I don't know. Um, I also feel too that like, not since the wrestler has a wrestling movie been, and since this is based on a true story, maybe they didn't want and, uh, like what's his name. Uh, Sam from Fight Club, the one that plays Fritz, the one I told you. Oh, right, right, right. Who's also he, he uh, was uh, good. Sam from uh, Creep Show. He right? was really good. Yeah, in the Iron Claw too. Him and Efron probably were the most standouts because obviously the tra tragedies. Yeah, Jeremy Allen's good, but you know he didn't have a whole lot, a whole lot of time. Interesting to be shut out though, but maybe because it's a yeah, wrestling movie. Yeah. You know? I feel like Hollywood still has its fucking nose in the air about some things. You know what I mean? I'm like. Fuck you, man. Wrestling's awesome. Uh, Joe says, Barbie still by far was oh, one of the yeah. most... Oh, absolutely. I think it was. It made the most money this year. It's Warner Brothers' highest grossing movie ever. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was the highest grossing movie in 2023. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. And that means it beat out Spider-Man. It beat out Marvel movies. It beat out... I don't know what came out from DC, but it beat out those... Two I mean, it was new. You know, it's a new franchise. Mm -hmm. Joe says, I haven't seen uh, Oppenheimer. He says, but I still want RDJ to win. Absolutely. Uh, Joey deserves it for other things. Joe, did you watch Barbie with your daughter, or did your daughter want to see that? Is that her kind of thing? Uh, and if so, what did what did she think? Obviously, a little girl's perspective is different. Again, uh, when I wanted to watch it, the only one I wanted to watch it was my nephew. He was like, I'll watch it. And we were like laughing our asses. I was like, this is like a funny like movie. It's like, not my like... wife and daughter really enjoyed it. So. Did they? Okay, yeah. And I could see, I, I was like, I would have watched it in theater, and I was like, I wouldn't mind owning a copy. And I, if somebody else was like, oh, I want to watch it, I'd watch it again. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, fine with me. Uh, Facebook user says, still mad that the Iron Claw didn't make it. Agree. Agree, Facebook user. Uh, I mean, if anything, for me, Maybe I say that because... Efron. They could have yeah. squeezed him in, if anything. I mean, it seemed to me like that had... I heard more about that. It had more steam than American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Maestro. You know what I mean? And, you know, and, and it's already doubled its budget. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it got people watching. 
and and believe it or not, as much I don't watch as much films as I used to. It's like I still consider myself a bit of a film aficionado, and I was like, I had not heard of any of these movies. And when I went to go try to look where they were streaming, because there were several articles about where you could watch the nominees, most of them weren't streaming. And I was like, well, I need to be able to watch the fucking movie if you want me to say that it's good or not. So. Uh, Facebook user. Well, once I know for sure, Barbie is streaming. Barbie of the Flower Moon is streaming on Apple. Maestro is streaming on Netflix. Oh, Oppenheimer will be streaming February sixteenth. Past the holdovers is on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Mm -hmm. So you can watch one, two, three, four, five, at least five movies out of this ten. You can see at least half. Facebook user, tell us who you are, but you're obviously agreeing that the holdover is so, is so good. So uh, again, and I was just telling AA, I had heard that. I hadn't heard of the movie, but I heard that it was good. And when I saw it was Paul Giamatti, I really do enjoy him. So uh, let us know and tell us who you are. Uh, we're going to move on a little bit from the Oscars, but continue talking about it if y'all would like. No no problem. We'll come back to that. Uh, these images dropped. Yeah, Have I saw that. These? No, I mean, I saw that one, but I didn't read it. So we just covered What If Season 2 recently, guys, and apparently they've already got... Well, meanwhile, Invincible's taking forever. What If is already... It seems like they've yeah. already got episodes ready to go, so they dropped this image. We're going to finally see the Falcon... The, uh, excuse me. Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain America, uh, in one of the What If episodes, and obviously right next to him is... Um, um, uh, Photon, right? Photon. They're calling her Photon. You know, who we saw last probably in the Marvels if you watched it. Uh, so these are some cool images. I just wanted to kind of go over some of those and talk about them a little bit about what we thought regarding what potentially coming in uh, season three of What If, because we just covered season two. So this is neat. Uh, I heard people calling them Gundam looking. They do. So yeah. that's very cool, I think. We're going to see some like uh, mech robots okay. uh, looking like, uh, you know, in, in What If. Hmm. And then Facebook user also goes on to say, Efron looks like Lou Ferrigno. Man, he cool. got fucking jacked. Like, that dude was already... His natural state would have been good enough for Kevin. I really don't know why he bulked up so much. I don't know if somebody gave him a picture of Carrie, and then by then it was too late, they were like, no, 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 you're playing this guy. Yeah. And he was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That dude is super jacked in that movie. Like, the first thing, he's getting out of bed, and it's like, oh, Fuck, like, well, I remember he looked, he looked fucking shredded in that one with the that's rock. What I'm saying. They watch one, that's like, what I'm saying. but he looked like, like a like a lean, yeah, shredded like that's one. the way he should have been. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> they got the build wrong. Yeah, he, okay. got, he got the carry build. I was yeah, like, hey. holy shit. Well, now, now that I'm thinking about it, him with that haircut, I I, I would like to see him as Luke <laughs> as a, as a as a, a mini hope. He's not a tall guy though, right? No, he's not. He's not no, tall. No. Okay, interesting. Uh, Facebook user, I still want to know who you are. Tell me who you are. You're a mystery. Um. Uh, then this image here, we're gonna get to see the young Red Guardian. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, alongside, Man, I almost got excited. I thought there was Daredevil. Yeah, uh, we wish alongside uh, the Winter Soldier. Obviously, these two Russians would be hanging <laughs> yeah, out together. Sure, right? And if you check out our group, the Friday Night Faithful, or our Facebook page, uh, just another Friday night, you'll see that I posted up the little mini trailer where it looks like these guys are kind of like a on the road together and then they get stopped by goliath who's voiced by lawrence fishburne oh, and we get to see a young a young goliath because uh, uh we last saw him in season two of, of what if but prior to that we only saw a retired goliath right which in one of the ant-man movies mm -hmm. i think so um interesting stuff there uh i'm just trying up, to see who's uh oh who's okay. the user uh, uh like we said there we get to see goliath again obviously holding up the red guardian so lawrence fishburne oh it's vanessa voicing very cool oh hey vanessa we appreciate you being here uh, and she said the holdovers is good. She's Vanessa. the one that said, I'm so mad the Iron Claw they're making, the holdovers, and Ephraim. Okay, and Vanessa's got good taste, so uh, that's a strong comment from her. Thank you, Vanessa, for joining. Uh, now, this image was something, Double A, because people were talking about the 
final trailer for the Bad Batch, the final season. Uh, I know Bad Batch has a huge following. Star Wars, obviously, animated series on Disney+. Plus. Um, I watched the trailer. It's also on our Facebook page, Just Another Friday Night. And it's also on our Facebook group, The Friday Night Faithful. But the main thing about it was that iconic, raspy mm-hmm. voice. And you see Asajj there, two lightsabers, one yellow, I forgot what the other color was, and she's got some hair growing. So, Double A, I know you're a bit of an Asajj fan. What mm-hmm. do you think would, is that enough to make you check out The Bad Batch? I know neither. Now, I started it, but I didn't finish. Uh, so, I didn't get to see the end of The Bad Batch, but I, this Asajj coming back is definitely got me interested to see. Yeah, I like her more. character. I liked her a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see where she's going to be at. Where does the, the Bad Batch take place? Right before New Hope? Shit. So one of the cool things about it is when it starts is you see you see um the the uh, the Jedi that trained uh Kanan or whatever. Okay. Kanan? I forget his name. The the one from uh Rebels. From Rebels. So yeah. you see him when he's young taking off. I think it's him. Yeah, so you see that. Yeah, I guess it's before, like it's after the Clone Wars. Okay, uh, so it's still before Luke. Yeah, it's still before Luke. I think. I, okay. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody that's got their Star Wars timeline up, but I believe so. Yeah, and I, I was watching it, and and I and I just didn't stick with it. It was I was not that interested, but I'd be willing to go back because I know that in every Star Wars property, I think they do a good job of bringing in things that are relevant to the overall. So obviously, Asajj Ventress is a huge thing. You know, the way that Boba Fett brought back Cad Bane, and and uh, you know. Uh, Mandalorian, obviously, we see, you know, uh, Ahsoka come back and, and Luke. So, you know, I think Star Wars, those properties do a good job of, of bringing back the characters that we're interested in seeing. Uh, is that my last slide? Oh, uh, this trailer dropped. Okay, it did. And I, okay. and I put that up on the group as well. It's okay. in the group and it's also okay. on our page. The Ones Who Live, uh, the Walking Dead series that's going to focus on Rick and Michonne. Some interesting things in there. Um, I was hoping you'd seen it so we could talk a little bit I about didn't, it. I didn't see it, um, no. But yeah, it looks like there's going to be some time them apart and kind of working their way towards getting to each other. Okay. Uh, What's Her Name is Back, the junk chick that first took Rick oh, over yeah. there. Um, is this the one Gimple's really involved in? I don't know how much he's really involved, but mm-hmm. I gotta say, Dolly, the trailer was good. I looked interested. Gimple is involved. And it's gonna be like five episodes of Michonne looking for him, <laughs> Different and then perspective. next five from Rick's point of view. Yeah. yeah, and I know a lot of people are off on The Walking Dead and have been turned off, but I do think that the Rick and Michonne characters are interesting enough to maybe bring people back to The Walking Dead. So um, we'll watch. I'm pretty yeah. sure because yes. we're we're huge Walking yes. Dead people. And my wife wants to see it. So. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and while I'm on this, and I don't have a slide for this, but I wanted to bring it up, news I didn't talk about. Did you see Double A that John Stewart's going to return to the Daily yeah, Show? Yeah, I saw that. I guess what's up? Trevor Noah has retired or is retiring, oh, okay, leaving the show. <laughs> All right. And I guess maybe he's going to do some interim work there. So okay, uh, well, shit. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and I was going to do a slide for that, but I didn't get around to it. But okay, I thought that was uh, that was neat. I thought uh, something happened where Noah was bringing it down or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I think he left on his own terms. Whatever. They're probably looking for a host or going to get a host. Oh, but I okay, guess okay. maybe John Stewart's just going to host some interim. But I thought that was neat. Always love John Stewart on. Okay. Uh, on uh the daily the daily show um but yeah looking forward to seeing that and obviously uh the walking dead the ones who live are you guys looking to it uh vanessa there you go vanessa now we can see your lovely face she says i thought he was done playing rick no andrew Le- he Le- decided to come back they decided to come back and he did this 
I, the only thing I saw him in between The Walking Dead and this, and I'm sure he did other things, but he was in like one episode of that Guillermo del Toro Cabinet of Curiosities. Really? And he was good in that episode. It was yeah. the it was the last episode of the, well, I think there's only one season out. Hmm. Uh, but if you get a chance to check that out on, I think it's on Netflix, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. It'd be a good one to cover when we get to our Halloween mm-hmm. month because uh, it was a fun watch. Uh, you know, an anthology, little mini stories, whatever. But yeah, no, uh, he is back. Rick Grimes is back. And, and um, uh, Denai Guerrero is back as, as was shown. So look forward to seeing to seeing what they do with that show. Uh, but it says, this is his life. He can't escape it. Yeah, you know what I mean? And to me, you know, I think most actors maybe dream of like having one role that they can like make oh, them yeah. iconic Fuck and yeah. he has that or whatever yeah. now, you know mind you if you get lucky like Clooney or maybe like rdj and you get many roles you know what i mean great whatever but you know mark hamill will always be luke skywalker yes he's the joker also in the animated but for as far as his face goes and film goes he's luke skywalker i always say he can be remembered i mean totally you know stallone has rocky rambo Ter- uh, arnold has terminator conan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean even mike myers has wayne's world shrek and and Austin Powers, so I mean, even Bruce Willis, as big as he is, only really has you know uh, John McClane. Yeah, McClane. he's who will always be John McClane. So you know, yeah, you're, you're lucky if you get a couple. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I don't know why Andrew Lincoln's trying to escape. I mean, but I mean, you know, I get getting creatively bored. You know what I mean? But you know, we'll see what happens. No one I'm else look- is calling. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah. So okay, go back to what's your bread and butter. I mean, shit. You know what I mean? Like, did you hate it? I mean, unless you hated it, you know. Uh, but that says, but Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal but, I mean, twins and Junior. <laughs> If, I mean, if you, if you think Arnold, I mean, first thing, yeah. people are going to be like Terminator, right? Right, right. I mean, Not, first thing. Yeah. And she says that's how he branched out. Yeah. yeah. And I think Kindergarten Cop and what was it? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can the, name all the all Turbo Mint. Yeah. Jingle, Jingle, all Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. last action here on everything, but I mean. Justice Harrison is Indiana and Hans. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. I think even Carrie Fisher is Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Much, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, so what are you going to do? It's not a bad thing. If you guys are waiting for the Marvels, like <laughs> I don't know if we were waiting for it. I'm not. I, I'm gonna watch it now on Disney Plus. Like, but I'm not. I wasn't waiting. I wasn't gonna go to theater to see it, but it's gonna come out uh, February seventh. I think that says. Yeah, February. 7th. Sorry, it's kind of small. But yeah, so if you're waiting for the Marvels, you get to see it. And we talked about Tiona Parker right there. She's playing. Um, uh, I like her character in WandaVision. I forget her name. Rambo. Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Yeah, and so and then we know her. I'm assuming they're gonna call her Photon in that. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I know Joe, who's in the in, in the in the chat right now, said that he enjoyed the uh, Ms. Marvel show. So, and I liked the Captain Marvel movie. I thought the Captain Marvel movie was just fine. So, it wasn't one I was gonna go see at theater, but I am very much looking forward to seeing it at home in the comfort of my home on Disney Plus. So, it coming there on, in February in a couple of weeks is good. Uh, Joe says, uh, "Watch it. It's better than some claim." Ms. I'll Marvel watch or the Marvels? I'll watch it if you do the episode, Joe. Hey, there you go. You mean come on our episode? No, you go on his and watch Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. I'm now watch this. There you go. Double A's like, no, not here. No way. I'm game. No, I'm game. So, yeah. So, if those of you were waiting on that news, that news came out as well. Uh, this is big news. Now we're getting into wrestling news, Double uh, A and, and Joe and any of our wrestling fans that are out there. Uh, five billion dollars just for Netflix to show raw only. Only raw. Five billion. So what does this mean, though? I, mean, I don't know. I've been asking everyone. I go, what does this mean for Peacock? Yeah. Is is the all the network stuff still going to be there? Is okay. is Netflix just buying raw? Because I know Fox has SmackDown. So is it just being sold everywhere? So if I have, you have regular cable, right? Don't no. 
Okay, so if okay, if I had regular cable, and I don't know if you know, be on there. Okay, and I can't watch. I couldn't watch Raw. I couldn't watch SmackDown. SmackDown, you still can. Raw is only going to be on Netflix. But if I had cable right now, could I watch Raw? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, still on USA. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not going to change until January twenty fifth. So that's pretty wild. Like yeah. them giving Raw to a straight yeah. up streaming service, commercial free, three hours. So. Oof. I know. That's tough. I know. I mean, uh, it's a consistent ratings getter, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it still draws good ratings. It still gets people hooked. I mean, obviously, you see the live events when you do. Mm-hmm. They're still packing the arenas. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much, but they're still getting six thousand, seven thousand. I mean, what does this mean for you as a wrestling fan? Will you watch more now because on Netflix? I mean, I can now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is now, it, what what I'm starting to hate, and, and I hope the NFL doesn't get it this way too, but it seems like more and more sports are starting to become exclusive now. Mm-hmm. Like people are pissed off when the two games, the two football games were exclusive to Peacock. The Peacock yeah. So now I'm kind of getting worried because now I'm kind of like, oh shit. So now it's going to drive up the price even more. You know, you, you, you're only going to be able to see this on Peacock. You're only going to be seeing this on Netflix. Netflix is already going up a lot. Oh yeah, it's. I feel like every year I get. And a now you're asking people now. Okay, well, really drop cable if you want to watch wrestling and get on Netflix. And I think they say this is Netflix's first foray into live television. Yeah, so so that's going to be tricky them too because I don't think so. Uh, the do they have the bandwidth to so what if yeah, you know? Not yeah. that a bunch of people were jumping on Raw yeah. like they used to, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I just don't like that everything's becoming exclusive though to right. this and that. Right. So now you're taking off Raw for the people that did have cable, and now you're taking it away from them. I haven't been watching wrestling consistently in a while. I may just see highlights, whatever. I have Netflix, but I also have Peacock, and I haven't turned it on really to watch wrestling. So I don't know that having it on Netflix will make me want to watch it more, but I know that a lot of people will probably... Well, to me, also, it's a statement about how many people have fucking Netflix. Like, I guess everybody has Netflix. Now, that is still the number one streamer by far. Yeah. By far. Well, then there you go. That's so, the way to go, right? Yeah. Yeah, but still, it's kind of like, okay, but you're taking it away from people. Right. I think in our in our group, I saw uh, our good friend Nas say, like, well, is it going to stream concurrently? And the answer was no, no it's not. It's so only Netflix. If you didn't have Netflix. And it's funny because sometimes I think I'm like, this is the one I'm going to get rid of because there's I not enough. I always want to get rid of Netflix. But, there, but yeah. my wife and daughter watch it. But if that's the one I can get rid of, I would get rid of Netflix. Yeah. Well, I think it's the priciest one I have, I think. And I'm like, man. Yeah, but they're all they're all rushing now to, uh, to raise, their, raise their prices. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe says, now watch this Roadhouse. Okay, let's do it, Joe. And then Vanessa says, that's insane regarding Raw going to Netflix, I think she means. And then uh, Joe says, uh, Raw is going to be live on Netflix first, uh, first live TV sports. Yes, on Netflix, the first time they do it. So that, that tells me they're trying it out for a reason, you know what I mean? So, uh, Joe says, Peacock will still have pay-per-views. Vanessa says, they want people to... People divest, de, invest, investing to, to subscribe uh, to be able to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, shit. And then uh, Joe says, uh, but they're averaging uh, twelve to 1,500 I, in the I keep hearing mixed show. I keep hearing it's like six, seven. Yeah. You know, so. Especially since they stopped a lot of subscription. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's, they took care of that. Then they do this. So it's like, now you got to get the shit, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, two subscribe. Yes, absolutely. Good you saying there, Vanessa, for sure. Joe says uh, Peacock will still have all okay. the content. Okay. okay, I guess afterwards you'll get it. Okay, is that how it's gonna go? Uh, oh, Joe they're says, moving. I thought Fox still owned them. Okay, interesting. Uh, and then yeah, that's a big move too. CW. That's a big right. move. 
Yeah. That's cool. They're spreading it out, which is yes. kind of weird. I, you know, I kind of liked that everything was on the WWE network. It's all on yeah. Fox, really. So, uh, where are the archives at, though? Peacock still? Peacock, I all guess. All the old shit? Okay. Joe then said, what did he say there? Double. They're going to uh, record all the Raws, and you can watch a whole season in one setting. Sitting. Oh, okay. So I guess you're going to make it like a season. Okay. Yeah. But it has to come out live first. Right? Yeah, I don't think I mean, so. All right. Yeah. I mean, like, I think we were always ones to never go back and watch old episodes. No, I never was. Uh, interesting. That's the start. Oh, Joe says he's kidding. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I was Joe. like, you're probably right. I wouldn't be surprised if they do do that. They're gonna have like well, because what, yeah, here. What's the point of Netflix having it just for the one day? Yeah, like, exactly. That's not what Netflix does. Yeah. Sport, but keeping on wrestling news, we move on to. Uh, like Joe said at Tomorrow. the beginning, happy Royal Rumble weekend. Guys, this is one of our favorite events mm -hmm. because this is the 30 men every two minutes, somebody new into the ring, and there's a women's Royal Rumble now, there's a men's Royal Rumble. And, and a few matches. And a few that. matches, yeah. But the Rumbles are the, the main draw. That's the main draw. Now, didn't last year we just wanted they put it at the beginning or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they put the men's one, I believe, in uh -huh. the beginning. Or was it the women? No, I think it was the men's. Women. And we Men. were like, what the fuck? Okay. okay. The thing is, Whoever wins the Royal Rumble uh, gets to go on to face the champion of their choice at WrestleMania. That's been a thing for the past couple of years. Always pretty cool about that. Uh, I've always enjoyed this event. Um, I'm seriously planning on watching it with uh, Double A uh, tomorrow uh, here at his house. Yeah, I hope so. It'll be uh, fun. Yeah, yeah it's be fun to hang out. A few hours. Watch. Always yeah. enjoyed that that event too. Just like Joe says here, <laughs> he says uh, y'all got a favorite Royal Rumble moment. Like you're talking about the Rumble, Rumble, or are you talking about like the whole? Because like for me, it's you know, probably Royal Rumble 97. Mm -hmm. Stone Cold getting freaked out with Bret Hart coming. And then, mm. obviously, Sean winning the title here. That yes, that's pretty cool. cool. That's and then you were at that, right? Yeah, and then 07 yeah. went Sean and Taker. Sean and Taker. That one, we were at together, yeah. I think. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. That'd probably be my moment because yeah. I was there. Uh, obviously, too, um, what's the famous one? Stone Cold sitting on, looking at the... Yeah, that's a know, that's 97. Okay, 97. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. Obviously, Sean with the one foot and the British Bulldog is a yeah. great one. Yeah. You know, that's a, just a classic moment you always think about. Kofi always brings great moments. Lots of great moments, but I would have to go with... You said it was 07, right? Uh, yeah, here. 07 one. Taker yeah. and Sean at the end. Two Texas guys. Yeah, man, we got like a little like five, seven minute match. Yeah. Man, it, yeah. people were pumped. And it was like... I was like, I don't, I don't know who to root for. I love both And it was so guys, cool that moment. Know? It was like, you knew it because they were both on the floor. And then I think Taker gets up first. Like, he does his little sit-up. And then Sean does a nip-up. And mm. you just, man, you can just feel the people just like, like getting ready for it, you know? Absolutely. What's yours, Joe? Tell us your favorite moment. Uh, Joe says, uh, with a tear. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> yes, man, no doubt. Uh, it says uh, Edge's return and AJ's debut were great. Yeah, those were really cool too. That's pretty badass. Good moments there, Joe, for sure. Um, yeah, always a fun event. If you're a wrestling fan, uh, check out the Royal Rumble. It'll be on Peacock. Peacock. Okay, mm -hmm. well, on Peacock. There you go. If you got it, then you got it already. So, uh, and continuing on that news, how about this man? This guy is just super getting cool. More and more, like insanely richer. More powerful, more influential. I'm like, double A. I didn't think that that was possible. Like, I thought WWE didn't give that shit up, but he now owns the Rock name. Yes, which was part of the deal, I guess, for whatever he's. I mean, look, nowadays it's not just WWE anymore. It's right. the whole UFC, WWE. It's yeah. this whole brand now. This TKO, right? This, this guy apparently is the most followed man. In America on social media, oh, damn. it's fucking smart to say, yeah, be on the board and advertise our shit. 
Yeah. He, he got the most followers out of everybody. Not only that, but what we're going to talk about in a second, but uh, Granddaddy Vince ain't exactly in the public which eye with I good, just, good things. Which I just got news right now. Uh, he just resigned after all this stuff. So he's not on the board anymore. I mean, so this is the guy you want leading the way. And, uh, him and Triple H. Yeah, absolutely. Triple H especially. And, and Stephanie too. I well, she's Stephanie. out. She's oh, out. she's been out. No, she's out. Yeah. Okay. It's just Triple H. In there. No. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, so I want to read the quote real quick. But uh, The Rock says, being on the TKO board of directors and taking full ownership of my name, The Rock, is not only unprecedented, but incredibly inspiring as my crazy life is coming full circle. At my core, I'm a builder who, who builds for and serves the people. And Ari is building something truly game-changing. Ari Emanuel is the CEO of this TKO. TK board. I mean, that is fucking badass, man. And I gotta give all the rock like love and respect. And I'm sure like, for you know, Ari, he was like, Yeah, you have a name. Yeah. Yeah, as long as he just advertised the fuck out of us. Sure. Yeah. And now the rock's probably gonna treat that like the Jordan brand. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if he starts seeing the Brahma Bull on oh, yeah. shit, you know, with the rock. Yeah. You know, I mean that's gonna be his logo. So hey, he gave us the Brahmas here in San Antonio. Yeah. He knew with the cutters losses combined with that USFL. Yes. Yes. We'll get at least this other season uh-huh. and see. So, you know, I mean, I hope that it's successful. He saved a lot of jobs probably mm-hmm. by doing that, honestly. I know some teams I think are going to lose a team, but he probably saved a whole bunch of jobs. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what Joe says here. He says, uh, I know a lot uh, hated, but I thought uh, Brock uh, worked big time uh, in his Royal Rumble run. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I not mean, a big fan of Brock. Brock. I'm sorry. You know, he's done... I like Brock from 02, 03. Yeah. I don't like Brock now. Trump, Trump's Brock. Yeah, Not when he actually rock. wrestled. When he actually, <laughs> yeah. him and Angle actually wrestled for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and Big Show. Going yeah, at him and Big Show. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Uh, Joe says uh, he might face Roman at Mania. Now that he's on the board, I mean, why not? Shit. Literally, the man can do what he wants. He can do anything he, he, he wants. Do what he wants. You know what I mean? So, I, I think it's super cool. Because this guy is just becoming so fucking powerful yeah. in business. We have followed this guy his whole career. So, yeah. that's really cool for us to yeah. see him. You know, from reading his first book. You probably have it right Yeah, it's over here. It's over here. You know what I mean? And like, you know... Uh, I mean, I don't think there was ever an opportunity, even way back then, to ever meet the no. guy or whatever. No. But you know, just to us being, you know, hating him to loving him, becoming fans, and then seeing all this growth, even watching, you know, Young Rock, and you know, I mean, uh, him all this mommy. is awesome. Yeah, you know, being excited for Scorpion yeah, King because you're him, you're like, not cool, the yeah. Rock. You know what I mean? So. Uh, it was always super neat. And I remember some of those early films, I was kind of like, damn, man, you know, DJ's got a terrible fucking agent. Yeah, until you he just, I mean? like, they probably just scraped in, like, you know what, mm-hmm. you're an action guy. Mm-hmm. Stop, you know, enough of this shit already. Because, man, in that Tooth Fairy, Fairy, he looks terrible. Oh, yeah. He lost so much weight in that movie. He looked fucking terrible. I think even in the Gridiron Gang, he didn't look like that big. Actually, that movie's actually pretty good, though. Down face yeah, off. that one is actually pretty good. I liked him in... Uh... That movie's real gritty. What's the one where he's the driver, whatever he's trying to? Might be called Faster. Faster. Faster is a badass movie. movie. Yeah, it's a badass. That's probably my favorite movie of his. When he goes to that preacher that's in the thing, whatever. Damn, that's like pretty sweet. Uh, Joe says uh, we got to catch a Brahma's game. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm I'm down. He says he called out Roman at SmackDown. Yeah, he's calling out. Very good. And then Joe says Tooth Fairy. LOL. For sure. He looks terrible in that movie, Joe. Yeah. Like real bad. That's not not his best stuff, man. Not his best stuff. But physically, he just looks terrible. And he looks great now. Rock looks like a million bucks. Now. Oh, he looks Obviously, like a monster now. Yeah. <laughs> Joe says, "Remember, he came back to the WWE for the Hall of Fame and looked small." Yeah, I think I do remember that too. Uh, but super super happy for the Rock. Super excited for him. Awesome that he wants to got to own the Rock name. That's kind of like owning your masters, you know? Oh, what fuck I mean? yeah. Like, 
Dude, you deserve that. Most of these wrestlers, what they do, since they weren't really want to own it, they'll just change their name. Like that's what Stone Cold did. He just changed it to Steve Austin. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, and then there it is. Sadly, the the news that this guy just bullet. fucked up so much in his old age. It wasn't even anything he did in his younger days. It's what he did in 2020, 2021, and twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to end on a grim note, but I mean, it's pretty... Yeah, this guy's fucking dumb. He just, yeah. like, really destroyed his whole legacy now. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking stupid. And like like Double A just yeah, said... Yeah, he just broke. He, he just broke. He resigned. He resigned. He's gone. Uh, yeah, accused of... Uh... Sex trafficking, but what it sounds like, he sounds like he was pimping out this woman. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like he was pimping her out to executives, and he made her send a nude video to Brock... Yeah, and Brock and her were interacting, which I'm sure Sable's like really furious about. Yeah, and man, it's just it's terrible. It's just terrible. Uh, yeah, Joseph, I'm glad WWE has freaked yeah. uh, cut him he out. Needs yeah, he, sure. he needs to be gone. I mean, you know, I think for a while there too, it's kind of like you know we knew when Vince was involved and things weren't really going well for WWE, and then it was kind of like, man, maybe the Those guys storylines were just it, terrible too. You know? Yeah, just really terrible sexual storylines, right? You know, right. that just weren't wrestling at all anymore. And you know, and then you find out what he's really doing behind the scenes, and it's like, oh, right, okay, no doubt, no doubt, crazy man, crazy shit. Well, what you know, Vince McMahon, you know, the, the chairman of the board, you know, obviously a, a, a genius in the wrestling business, but uh, fuck, not the time to be involved in any of that shit, no doubt. So. It's like Cornette says, the only, the only promoter that never went out of business, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know who I saw talking shit, of course. Ryback starts coming out saying, like, oh, I told you so. Everyone, everyone, and, everyone says Ryback sucks. You know, oh, like yeah. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, he does. Everybody He does. definitely does. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Joe says. Uh, yeah, you can. He goes, I think now you can see a better vibe all around. Yeah, yeah. everyone says that. That's good. Everyone says that with Triple H. Because Triple H has always been clean. Mm-hmm. Like, even when he was with the, in the clique, they say he was the only one that was clean. Right. Like, never drank, never smoked, right. never did drugs. And the yeah. thing is, too, is that sometimes the product outgrows you. Star Wars outgrew George Lucas. It was time for him to let it go. You know, you could say Marvel, you know, maybe outgrew Stan. I mean, he was doing everything. good for a while. Oh, yeah. He was doing good for a yeah. while. And it's just like, man, it's just, you know, I, I don't know. Just the, the times change, though, Double A. The people change. The, the culture changes. But he didn't want it to be wrestling anymore. He wanted well, it to right. be a TV show. Right. Yeah. Which is stupid. I'm like, yeah. wow, like, you're in the wrestling business. Right. Like, right. people just want to see wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of funny because like Lucha Underground really went heavy on that side well, at too. At least right? they still kept it wrestling heavy. Yeah, they yeah. did. They did, and short. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? but One there hour. was there were some things that oh, were kind sure. of a little bit for like sure. what the fuck? Oh, is for it? sure, yeah, the supernatural. But at shit. least they yeah. leaned into that. Like, oh, yeah. we're going for it. You but then you saw three man. matches. You saw like yeah. three really good matches. Oh yeah, you know? great matches at Lucha Underground. Man, you know where's that streaming at? It's not anymore. They should, but well, I know it'd been over, but I mean, like they should stream the old episodes. Yeah, because Rodriguez. I mean, I don't not Rodriguez, but whoever was running. Yeah, apparently they weren't even selling tickets they were just giving tickets oh yeah yeah, yeah. And after a while it's just like you can't you just can't run a wrestling business like for that. free yeah yeah but it was it would it would be cool to watch the old episodes somewhere oh, yeah, like yeah. if they had them somewhere uh joseph i think triple h grew a lot when he had his medical issue probably so but i mean he yeah. was doing good even nxt like man for a long time those nxt shows were once people kept raving oh about. yeah the oh, takeovers man. when when finn balor and and sammy Zayn were let there yeah. Uh, when Nakamura was there, yeah. I mean, like, damn, I mean, like, I fucking, like, going to one of those NXT shows was like going to a Ring of Honor show, where, like, every match was yeah. good, where guys seemed like they were, like, killing themselves every step of the way. I mean, it was badass. I mean, in fact, they say that 
you know, Finn's time there probably like led to his injuries that he had once he got to the main roster. He was there too damn long, but he was incredible there, man. I mean, like that's the best Finn stuff. Uh, you good? I just need a spill. Oh, yeah. I don't cover anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was all I had for news, which was a lot, right? It was like an hour for news. I told WS probably a long leaving because there was like a lot of shit that happened. Yeah, we saw. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Real quick. Yeah, I, I gotta go ahead. Um, Joe then says here in the conversation, I think that's why a lot of those uh, left that want to come back. Yeah, I, I agree too. I mean, you know, unfortunately, you know, uh, I've been having, you know, work is great, but, you know, there's been some toxicity around you know what i mean that may lead to management changes which is scary because it's like you know shit rolls downhill right and you're like man i'm in this great place where i work and i'm really happy with my bosses and everything like that and then it's like all of a sudden like you know they keep you insulated from you know the bad things happening whatever but then the bad things happen to them and then they don't want to be a part of that no more they want to leave and then you're left to be like well fuck what am i going to do without you to insulate me you know what i mean i don't want this bad environment on me or whatever you know but but, uh, you know, that's a selfish thought. Obviously, I want them to be happy, too, and, and, and to have success. And so the same thing, if people left because they felt like that was a toxic environment. Then, and it was. You know, and, and, and it was. <laughs> and it shows it was. Said, then they want to come back, then, then good for them. I mean, if that's what the WWE wants yeah, to do. Yeah, that's what everyone said. It was like, man, Vince is in charge again? Like, oh, So who will this? the main guy be? Triple H. There will be Triple H. Triple H. H. He'll be the. As long as, as, long as the ratings are up. Attendance is good. They're gonna let that man run it, and he okay. should. This so is what he's still been. A, they're still a board, though. You know, I don't know how Triple H is doing it. Okay, I don't know if he still has a staff of writers. I don't know. I know Sean is running NXT. I know he's. Cool. I, I'm pretty sure he's leaving Sean on his own. Okay, he's good. like, yeah, just just keep it going. Yeah. But now I wonder now if the NXT guys when they get caught up, are they gonna keep their names? Oh, interesting. <laughs> are they gonna keep that gimmick? Because you know, even then. When guys were coming from NXT to W, you know, to Raw or SmackDown, Vince was changing their fucking names yeah. and everything that was yeah. good about them. You Did know? you hear that? They, I've read some things that Okada may be coming and that he may go to NXT first. I keep hearing that, but I keep hearing more AEW. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's because everyone's there that he yeah, knows. That could be cool. Now, it would be cool if he did go to WWE because he can fight AJ. He can wrestle Nakamura. He can wrestle uh, um, Finn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's 37. And I would really say he has to go to WWE cast him. And you got to give him those big matches quick. I mean, I would do it. I might wait. But, you know, you have to build him up. Yeah. Because, you know, people are right. Okay. Wrestling fans Mm -hmm. know who Okada Mm -hmm. is. But Mm -hmm. what about the wider audience of WWE? Every time you show the crowd, I mean, you're showing kids, you're showing dads. I mean, they're not really paying attention to New Japan. I think it is smart that you have to go NXT. Build the man up, okay. You know, and then bring him on. You know, hell of a dropkick. I'd like to see his dropkick versus Randy. Thirty-seven though. Thirty-seven yeah. though. So That's he's, crazy. He's getting older. That's crazy. Uh, Joe then says here um, that, that in W. Go ahead. Running like eighteen hundred seat shows. Okay, Joe's trying to show on AEW. I see there. <laughs> uh, there's a couple that changed their name back already. Okay, that's cool too. Good. No, I mean. No, but you know, I feel bad for AEW because man, they keep uh they keep booking arenas, yeah, and they're not filling arenas. Yeah. They're only getting like two thousand. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, whoever is in charge of that, they really need to tell them, like, look, we're we're probably losing money. We we need to get sure. smaller venues. Like, they need to do NXT yeah, stuff. Do NXT venues. What's man, wrong with that? The crowd will be more engaged. Absolutely. It'll be more rowdy. Yeah, I mean, I saw NXT at uh, the Aztec, and it was badass. It's kind of a weird venue to see wrestling yeah, at. It it's the yes, ring's it not is. all the way around. Yeah, but you know, 
I mean, I think there's probably plenty of mid-sized venues you could put stuff like that yeah, in. You can't. So, you can't. Yeah. yeah, I think the same thing. Like, what is that tech port center like? Have you been? No, I haven't, but I'm pretty okay. sure that's not probably like a mid-sized, right? Probably. Not like a big arena, right? I mean, like, no, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. Um, yeah, Joe says AW does a good enough job of shitting on themselves. <laughs> What's bad is that he's letting these guys wrestle at their full, full speed, mm-hmm. and more and more of them are getting hurt. Right. And they're out for like Omega's mm-hmm. out indefinitely. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I had heard that. Danielson just keeps getting fucking hurt all yeah. the time. He's yeah. wearing an eye patch. It looks fucking stupid every time Jeez. he comes out. Is he a pirate? <laughs> he looks like one. Uh, Moxley just keeps blading himself over and over. Sting's about to retire. Um, good for Sting. The Bucks are just coming back. I mean, it's just, man, he just, <laughs> you know. Oh, see, uh, Joe says the next he was at Freeman the second time. Freeman's a good mid But that was kind of leading to the pay-per-view, wasn't it? Maybe. Because Freeman can hold like 10. Yeah. Freeman can hold like 10. I graduated there. Oh, really? Is that where yours was? Mm-hmm. Okay. They didn't give us the dome. You got the dome, right? I got the dome. Yeah. Yeah. I think I went. Yeah, I went. I went to all you guys' graduations. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're in the pictures. That's why I don't remember. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that always happens to me, believe it or not. As much as a camera whore I am. <laughs> <laughs> Joe says, uh, I don't, don't want to be a pirate. Be a pirate. <laughs> that oh, his stupid one. shirt, yeah. And I think that that takeover might have been at Freeman because the big show was going to yeah. be at... A, yeah, that's what I'm not, saying. It not Paul White, the big show, but the That's the what I'm saying. It had show. to have been like a, a fucking pay-per-view yeah. that it was yeah. getting into. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, because it used to be takeover on Saturday yeah. and then the pay-per-view uh-huh. on Sunday. So yeah. I think the Sunday one was at the AT&T. Yeah. I, remember, I remember that. I think I might have gone to that takeover. Um... Well, that's it, right? Uh, it. Just real quick, news uh, that you got? I just wanted to show that uh, I got to meet Doyle, like I said last yes. week. And he signed my uh, Misfits box set. Man, that there is it is right there, right there, Doyle. And for 10 bucks, I got his CD, and he autographed that one for free. That's what the guy looks like right there, man. Very cool, very cool. The Punk legend. The devil lock. Misfits. Yeah, how was he uh, in person, Double A? Uh... He just signed quick. Okay. He's not the kind that's talkative. Like chatty. But I was fine with it. <laughs> okay. Because it was like me and my brother got there at 11. It, it, the signing was at 12, right? But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know because Misfits, right? You, you just never know there's going to be a big line. Sure, there, sure, right? Sure. So we, we got there, 11 o'clock. Uh, he gets there around 12, 10, 12, 13. And there's VIPs, of course. Okay. You know, VIPs. like about six of them. At where? Where at again? Wonderland. Okay. But inside of a store, though, not... Uh, Monsters and Mayhem. Mm-hmm. But then Sunday... He was actually on the out, okay. out floor. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, it's right there. It's not. It's it's on the floor. That monster man. Okay, got a lot of cool shit in there. Okay. Yeah. Um. They they got like three four people in, mm-hmm. and like a minute later they came out. So I was like, oh shit, it's okay, you know, okay, yeah. cool. And yeah, he's not really talking. But I've seen interviews too where he's. It's not really. He's like, I really don't engage very much. You know, I just I do the meet and greets, but I don't really engage. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. I'm fine. You know, I'm, I That's cool. just wanted a picture with him. I just wanted you know get a chance to meet him. Yeah. Which I did. Cause, I mean, I love the Misfits. I love the Misfits music. Um, I love Doyle. I have a shitload of their CDs with yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, so me and my Is brother. Is he one of the constants throughout? Like he was on their Danzig? debut album. Okay. With Danzig. Okay. He was on the Walk Among Us album and the Earth AD album. Okay. So he was there in the in the early days. Was he there during the other guy? Graves? Or yeah, what? yeah, he played on mostly. Okay. Oh, yeah, so he so, was there too. Yeah. So he was probably there. And he's been on the reunion shows with Danzig. The majority of time. Okay. Yeah, he's been with them. Badass. Yeah, right. with him, Jerry, and Danzig. Okay, badass. So but been, now he's solo. Yeah, he does solo until like the Misfits show come up. 
Okay. And then he'll, you know, play the show. Very cool. Come back. But, uh, and it's cool, too. If, like, you, you know up front that, like, he's that way. Like, he's already said. You don't expect. Yeah, which like, I'm oh. fine. Like I said, I'm fine. I'm good with it sometimes. Yeah. You know, and uh, man, he was nice. You know, he was like, uh, I, I go, let me have the CD, you know. And he was like, oh, he'll sign it for you. I was like, oh, cool. You know, I took it out. He signed it. And he was like, you want a picture, guys? And I'm like, yeah. Okay. So me and my brother got in. It's a good picture too. Don't worry. I should have put it here. I would have thrown it up. Yeah. So uh, we got a picture and then you know we're we're fine. I was like, cool. I got to meet Doyle. I got to be in his presence. So yeah. You know, it's a punk legend. It's punk icon. Absolutely. That's badass. I I was wishing I would have had the time to go. Was it uh, pricey or? Uh, my brother actually played like I think I overpaid on their (laughs) fucking website Mm -hmm. because my brother paid forty for an autograph. Okay. So I think I paid sixty on their website. And did your brother get the TD and the uh, another item too? No, he or? didn't. Uh, he got a pick for five dollars, a guitar pick. Okay. I don't. I don't know. He didn't think the CD if he was gonna sign it. I had a feeling if that if it, I bought the CD, he, he was gonna it. sign it. Sure okay. enough, it was. It was only ten bucks the CD. Okay. And sure enough, he, you know the guy, his handler was like, "Oh, he'll sign that for you." I was like, "All right, okay. cool." So for sixty, you kind of in a sense got pick an autograph. Uh, it was eighty six total with the fees. Okay. It was supposed to be eighty. Okay. Or like the meet and greet, right? right for right. the package, but the fees it it was eighty six dollars, yeah. and it ten bucks for a CD. Okay, that's not too <clears> No, but I, you know, I was like, shit. If I would have known the autograph was forty, not sixty, like right. it was on the fucking yeah website, you know, I'm like, man, I should have, you know, right, just right, right. did that. Just waited, yeah. But then you never. But know. I don't you know sure because yeah, because there's other times when they charge more at the table Absolutely. than they do on the website. So. Absolutely. But I was like, yeah, you know what? That's fine. You know, I like I said, I, I got to meet him. I got two autographs from him. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a picture with him. You know, I already printed that one out. So I was I was fucking elated. I was ecstatic. My brother too. He was texting me yesterday. He was like, man, I'm still thinking about Saturday. And I was like, and yeah, it was fucking cool. And yeah, he's like, it's just fucking cool. We got to meet one of the original Misfits members. No, no know? doubt, no doubt. So no, man, that's very cool, man. Yeah, uh, love Doyle, love the Misfits myself. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's fucking very cool. You know what? I did all this work last night on the fucking slides, and the one thing I didn't get any slides of was what we're going to talk about tonight. Oh, shit. <laughs> what an okay. idiot I am. I was like, where's the rest of my slides? And I was like, I didn't do them. But it was like 1130, and I was so tired. But don't worry. We got plenty of pictures to show you from right here out of our hands. So, guys, tonight we're going to talk about one of what is what regarded as one of the greatest Superman stories really ever told uh superman annual number 11 from 1985 uh written by alan moore drawn by dave gibbons dave gibbons man the watchman team the watchman team man great art that i love i mean you didn't see it there's scenes where you just see watchman you're like oh yeah you know absolutely yeah the the pain no no but i want to just show this one too okay so double a has it in this book yeah so i have this so I, i was a big alan moore fan and this was kind of like his stories that DC kind of collected, uh, the DC Universe stories of Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. And it has like about, let me see real quick. It has, and it has like, he, he actually wrote a lot. He, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. He has 13, they put 13 stories on here in this trade. And he does everyone from even our guy Vigilante. He does two issues of Vigilante. No shit, <laughs> yeah. man. Have you seen the Peacemaker show? That's where <laughs> he did some issues with him and Swamp Thing and and some other cool characters. Um, and I have it in this really cool book, which is the Superman eighty year, 
a celebration. That of man's years. art is so clean. And mine is signed by Jim Lee because I was Man. there with Double A when we got these at the DC. Actually, I don't have Austin. that. I thought you bought it. I don't have that. What? Really? Yeah, when I thought I thought you, I thought you were it. talking about something else, and I, I thought we both that. got that. No, I don't have that. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, look, look, I even got the little ticket here. Yeah, I still have that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Wow, okay. I didn't have that one. <laughs> and uh, no, you know what I was thinking of? They didn't give us the poster until after. Until after that, so they didn't oh, give us uh, till after. That one. That one. And I was like, oh fuck! They gave it to us after Jim Lee was already yeah, gone. Because that was kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, they fucked up on that one. So this is the cover, and the reason why we've got them both in these collected editions, guys, because the issue is hard to to get. It it always has been. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The Alan Moore stories of Superman are always kind of pricey, mm-hmm. um, and this one has just gone up in value over the years, just because it's been talked about so many times. And it's been adapted into an episode of Justice League Unlimited. Yes, great so, episode. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of uh, it's kind of getting up there already in price, where it's kind of like what fifty, sixty. Yeah, I think, I think. so. So yeah. it's kind of like we're me and TM are kind of like, you know, fifty, sixty. You know, for a comic, that's kind of stretching it for us at where we're at in our lives right now. Right. Where you know, there's other things that mean more to us, <laughs> a little bit more. You know, that we can throw our sixty bucks at. Yeah, and than, if I had seen a single issue, I've seen some slab editions too, and I mean, I wouldn't mind having it like because it's a really great cover. But uh, at the same time, too, that those go for easily over a hundred. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, I'll wait. You know what I mean? I'll wait. But um, again, it's always comes up. And like I said, you can you can you know. find that story in probably so many so many trades that probably DC has. Like this one, it's probably real cheap that you can probably get a copy of. You know? And that's what the story is called. Again, it's Superman Annual Number Eleven from nineteen eighty five, written by Alan Moore, drawn by Dave Gibbons. But it's called for the man who has everything, and that's also what the episode of Justice League Unlimited is called. If you get a chance, if you have a Max. Put on Justice League Unlimited, watch the episode. It's great. It's 22 minutes. And if you get a chance, maybe you read comics online, or maybe you want to pick up one of these books, uh, these collected books, you'll get a bunch yeah. of other great stories. But this story is so much fun. This was my first time actually reading, excuse me, the comic book version. But I got to read the, uh, I got to see the episode a while back. I can't remember who I was talking about it with. Either it was me and you, or maybe it was me and Joe, but somebody we was like, might have because I've that. always liked Mongo. Yes. And the Superman villain. Yeah. Which I think, again, it's kind of like, why don't they talk about this guy more? Right. Because he's another guy that he can hit. Yes. You know? And this is not his first appearance. No, and I've, I've always been trying to track his first appearance. Is it in too. Superman? It's a DC Comics Presents, which I think was a Superman book. Okay. I think it kind of is. It's like it's usually Superman teaming up with some other hero. Okay. It's kind of like, uh, I guess, the Marvel team up. With okay. Spider-Man. Okay. You know, where he would team up with someone. I, and theirs was called DC Comics Presents. And uh, it's in that book. And I've tried looking for it, but that already kind of getting up there, too. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I like Mongo. I, I really do. I, I think he's a badass villain. I, I like his look. Yeah. I like the visual. And the way they really present him in this issue, he's fucking big. Oh, absolutely. Huge. He's big and strong and can hold his own against Superman. Yeah. And Joe says it right there. The man who has everything, which is a, such an interesting thing. So that, that, I mean, it's true, right? No, it, 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 right. Yeah. Well, you know, it, does he? It makes you think, right? Well, like, maybe like, that's part of and, the story. And the question, well, see, the question is because, like, it kind of starts off like it's his birthday, it's yes. Superman's birthday, and so like Bruce and Diane and Wonder Woman, Batman and Wonder Woman are kind of talking. All right, what do you get someone like like Superman? You know, right. they're they're kind of talking. What do you get for a guy who's like invulnerable? Who doesn't? He doesn't need cash. He doesn't need, you know, this or that, you know. Right. What what the fuck do you give him, you know? Yeah. 
it's like what do you give a god yeah <laughs> and what's cool right is like so in the in the animated version it's just um bruce and diana right batman and wonder woman going to see superman at the fortress of solitude right which i'm like why are you at the fortress on your birthday like wouldn't you be with lois and your family whatever but unless it's not you know you know how yeah. you always write lois out sometimes or or sometimes too i, I figure maybe he says well, every year i go there to maybe like bring up the jor-el and the and the lara things yeah. or whatever you know but you know superman, so right? why not bring lois right yeah you got nothing but time you know what i mean but so i was like okay so the premise like that is the same in the comic book, except that uh, ba- Robin is also with Batman. Jason uh, Todd. And it's Robin. in Jason Todd. Which I uh, guess was very fresh at this time. Yes, yeah, because it's pretty cool because you get the first introduction of him and Wonder Woman. Uh, she even says, she's like, you look so much like like Dick or whatever, you know what I mean? Referring to Dick Grayson. And uh, <clears throat> and it's funny because he's just like looking at her and he's like stunned. Yeah, because uh, he's you know, gorgeous. Gorgeous, obviously. right. And Batman even tells me, he's like, think clean thoughts or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. And again, we were talking off air, me and Double A about this, and it's just like, you know, Batman is so likable and so funny. And this is the way Alan Moore is writing him. Yes. You know what I mean? It's different than the way everyone else is trying to write him. And I just love, too, that this is a very, like, a story of, like, friends. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, again, you know, even at one this point. This isn't Batman versus Superman. No. You know what I mean? This is still, you know, Batman friends with Superman. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. This is like the Justice And he actually is. really puts a lot of thought into his gift that he gives Superman. He really does. And it's really, I thought it was really sweet and touching. And it's very Justice League. It's very, even more than Justice League, it's very super friends. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, like he, the way friends. him and Wonder Woman talk too, they're talking very normal. Yeah, he even says like, well, what did you get him? And she's like, I don't want to tell you because he'll hear or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, Robin is like, is like, here, we're not even anywhere near him. And then he's like, you know, oh, right, Superman, I forgot or whatever, you know, because he's kind of new to being the boy Wonder. And he tells, you know, Wonder Woman, he's like, I've met him. But like we didn't really like talk or whatever, you know. And it's like, how fucking cool is that? Like, wow, I'm here at the fortress. I'm here with Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. Like, holy shit. And the first thing that you know, Wonder Woman says to Batman, she's like, "Beat you, like beat you here, or whatever." And then he's like, "Yeah, when I get an invisible jet that I can control my mind, I might beat you, or whatever." <laughs> you know, which is still a testament to where's fucking the fortress in Antarctica or some shit or whatever. It's somewhere, yeah, yeah, where no one's gonna be able to really reach it. Right, but you know here. They go out of their way to go and you know, which I kind of get. Wish they would have drew Batman and, and Robin kind of with like cold gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's probably built. I know. Industry. Except yeah. Robin is fucking legs around. Yeah, but I'm yeah, like, it's like it. the classic or you know that ugly Robin suit <laughs> yeah. where he's got the little green trunk, yeah, the little green trunks and then the and then the <laughs> green booties or whatever. I don't know. Robin has grown on me so, uh, big time. Jason uh, Cop. Hmm. Somewhat, I guess. Or are you talking about the Dick Grayson still version? Well, Dick Grayson's version, so, but okay. Robin as a okay. whole, like the kind of okay, ideal okay, okay. of Robin, you okay. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? So, you know, but, but, uh, Jason Todd, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, I get his anger now and Red Hood now. Like, I'm like, oh, you, you make a lot of sense to me now, you know what I mean? Well, you could have said no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Joe says, uh, a lot of people consider this to be the greatest wow, comic book of really, all time. Joe. Wow, I did not know I, that. I know they consider it one of the best, but I didn't know they consider it the greatest. You mean Nightwing? Absolutely, I do uh he says a uh, team yeah there you go he says well the cartoon is on justice league right and then he oh, says okay. wonder woman saying beat you uh is that a hint of her origins hmm oh know. okay okay, okay. The, the race the games and everything oh okay cool okay yeah that's a good, good i never picked right that there. up Jeff. i didn't pick that sure. up either um yeah and so they're there to make superman a birthday gift the fortress of solitude again you know you kind of got to put other things aside but if you're a fan you're like well, why isn't he with jimmy and perry and ma and pa kent you know Maybe he saw them earlier. Maybe it's night. You know what I mean? You know, you know. Maybe he went to. I, I imagine he doesn't need to sleep, so he's probably no. like just no. thinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you know, again. And then it's an interesting 
you know, title. It's it's just so Alan Moore, right? Don't they? Like, oh, for yeah. the man who has everything. And then so Gibbons, too, the artwork. You, know, you can feel the fear. You can feel, like, the hopelessness. You know, mm-hmm. you can feel a lot of the shit with Gibbons' art. You can and, feel, you know, the beatings. Oh, know? yeah, totally. And we put up that classic image, or, or we, we will put it up, and you'll see it, but we put up the image of uh, uh, earlier today, the image of Superman standing there and kind of with this shock look on his face, and he's got this, you know, organism on him, right? You know, which is called, again, great Alan Moore writing the name, the Black Mercy, mm-hmm. right? That's what it's called, right? This, like, flower rosebush uh called the black mercy and uh it's it's wrapped around superman right and uh one of our uh, friday nighters uh chad said he goes oh man i've been seeing a lot of alien stuff i thought it was a face hugger on him and i told him i was like man please join in tonight because you'll really enjoy the conversation because this story uh, hits home this story reminded Mm. me of and real quick see maybe you might know Mm -hmm. so my wife was like asking me she's like what are you guys gonna cover i go oh it's it's this story you know i showed her cover Mm -hmm. with a I go, it's, this story's kind of cool. I go, this Mongo's like really powerful, but he uses this, this alien thing on Superman where Superman's like helpless, but it's kind of like sucking his life out. But at the same time, he's like living his best life. Like, yeah. you know, when, it's like like almost his own heaven kind of. Yes. Right? And she tells me, oh, she goes, oh, that sounds like an X-Files episode. Oh, neat. And she goes, there's this episode where they're like in a field or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're giving like Motor and Scully false memories. Do you remember that episode at I all? Don't. Like a field where they're kind of like stuck there. No, but I want to watch that now. Yeah, she said there was an episode like that, and I was like, oh wow, shit! I was like, so they kind of did something like that. And she yeah. was like, yeah. She was like, it's. I, she goes, I forgot the episode, but there's an episode where they're on the field and they're kind of like, they're. It's giving them like these, like, kind of like, visions or whatever. Like, you know, like if their best moment like their best life right pretty right. much i was like oh wow shit okay i, I wonder if cm knows i don't know but i'm gonna ask my sister because she just got done with a rewatch okay. so she's probably pretty fresh in my if not i'll ask our good friend santa matt santa matt probably know too because he's covered the x-files on his podcast but um what's neat right is that uh, it reminded me of an episode of batman the animated series the Mad, oh, hatter, the Mad one, hatter one which i was like that yeah. episode always hit me so hard yeah. because i was like oh my god so for me being a little bit more endeared to Superman than I am to Batman, this hit me even harder. Like I was but like, same oh, effect man. though, right? How Batman is pissed off when he wakes uh, up, oh, right? Oh yeah, totally, totally. So Batman and Wonder Woman and Robin wander up on him. They see this thing on him, whatever the they don't know it's called the Black Mercy yet. It's just like this, but they're trying to get it off. They can't get it off, right? Yeah, because they're <laughs> they notice first off that there's like okay, this suit, this thing is like kind of like going inside of him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know so they're like shit if we take it off it might do something to his mm-hmm. fucking brain or something so all right okay let's let's not try doing that okay let's not let's try and figure something out you know right and and then like i think out of nowhere like mongo yeah mongo right? just pops out and yeah and they draw mongo like I don't know how tall he's supposed to be. Maybe eight, nine feet tall. And something the way he looks about the way he draws like the eyes, like yeah. the big mouth, like Gibbons he looks like just fucking like looks scary. Fucking like, oh, oh, like you're seeing this big like... fucking creature just come out of the dark <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, like I was like, I don't know. I think Mongo would have to be CGI in a movie, right? Like like, I, was, I was like, he fucking looks like, like Dano. pretty terrifying. Like Dano. Yeah, like Dano. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like even then though, there's something kind of soft about Dano. It's like around his eyes. Like, what I mean, what I mean is like how Thanos is 
how they did it where he's big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big and wide. I really wish that the Justice League, when they did do Dark Side, finally would have done him like that. Like a big yeah, body. Like, I really wish to. Like they made him kind of look like skinny. Like, and I was yeah. like, oh, that looks sorry. Like, every time you see Dark Side, like the one I posted earlier. Oh, man. They do him like outrageously like, big on that one. Like, like thick ass arms and thick legs. Like, there like, was a time him and Superman can actually have a fist fight. Now Superman's like flying to hit him. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, yeah, when did he like, get this big? I was like, damn, man, when, when Dark Side looks like that, you're like, oh, fuck. Dark Side looks like a fucking, like, <laughs> like, like a fuck? fucking sequoia tree, man. Like, them fucking big trees, you know what I mean? So, um, yes, and Joe mentioned, I, he says right here, I think there's even an animated oh. Batman episode, which is the one I was talking with, the Mad Hatter yeah, or whatever. And then Joe says, means her actual origins. Wonder Woman is saying, beat you. Is that a uh, is that a hint of her origins? He goes, I met the Wonder Woman's creator, was a sadomasochist oh. until like whips and chains. Fuck yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she. Who was getting beaten? I guess the. No, remember? Yeah, he was in the. the remember? Well, in the earlier edition, remember that one of the ways that you can overpower Wonder Woman was if you had her in chains, like yes, yes, like yes. tied up. Like you yeah. can always beat Wonder Woman. I was like, wow, what a yeah, what a fucking stupid. Fucking weakness to have. Not in this case, because in this, in this, like, really, all you have to do is just get behind her entire room. Yeah, that's it. I remember that too. That was like a like a running thing where she'd always be like tied to train tracks all the fucking time. Yeah, they kind of made her damsel in distress, which I mean, kudos to DC because they have pumped her up where she needs. Yeah, because they said even like like the Justice Society of America, the old comics, that she was like the secretary of the group. I'm like, really. This chick can beat all of their asses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wow. That's what I mean. Like, you know, the, the thing that, D, and we've talked about this before, but the thing that DC has done right is they have easily, she is head and shoulders the first lady of comics. For like, sure. There is no other. She's it, a total badass and a total baby. She team. is, but it's really based on her reputation because her comics just, they just always get her wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think they, I even, mean, yeah, see, we have, you have to admit it, like in 97. Her versus Storm, they voted Storm. I was like, right. yeah, that now, just you tells think, you. Do you think Double A, and I'm sure they've tried this, but they've tried women writers, but maybe they just don't get the heart of comics, right? I don't know, honestly. Or a heroine no. like her? I mean, I don't know who would write a good Wonder Woman story. I mean, anybody could, honestly. Yeah. I write mean, her like the badass that she is. Write her like a... Like, Stop trying to make her into a relationship with Trevor. Right. This fucking this chick is an Amazonian goddess mm-hmm. <laughs> that rivals Superman. Right, exactly. You know what? Mark Wade did her pretty good in Kingdom Come. Mark Wade. She oh, was very badass. There you go. Very she was fucking fearless. Yep. She fucking gave zero fucks in that in that book. That's I was like, saying. damn, that bitch is bad. It doesn't it's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> the first movie people. is very good. I like the first yeah, movie. The way it's, it's really not good. hard to um, to treat her like the powerhouse she's supposed to be. Whoever did the Mandalorian season two when it got brought to my attention later and we talked about it, but they were like, yeah, that end scene when they're going, when, 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 uh, Mando is like dealing with, the the, the one robot, I think he's fighting that oh, one fucking trip. The ID then, one. Yeah. And no, he's fighting one of those dark, those death troopers. Mm, mm-hmm. And then the other four are going, okay. it's like Cara Dune, it's Fennec. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. it's like, and somebody later on pointed out to me, they were like, oh, it was all women. And I was like, I didn't, oh yeah. I didn't, didn't even, even notice. Know and they I didn't were, even notice. They were saying that was done so much better than what happened in yes. Endgame, where Endgame. it's like we've got his be- her back or whatever. And it was like, ugh, like that scene is, you know, to use the nomenclature of the youth, very cringe. Where you're like, 
like it was so that scene was so forced you know what i mean whereas it happened in mando you didn't even notice you're like oh shit, it's just four oh, badass bad yeah it's four badass because it's both again difference yeah you know? when you actually mm-hmm. just write it just you don't think about the the genders you just write them as they are right Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, let the trueness, the heart of the character yeah. come out. Like, That's when you're going to get a good Wonder Woman. People story. always just want to feminize Wonder Woman too damn much. We're like, well, remember, guys, she's still a lady. Oh, no, she's a lady she's that can fucking kick She's Amazonian. Yeah. And probably maybe like the second most powerful hero in DC. I mean, like. When they really do her right. Yeah. You know, yeah, she has to be up there. She's number one, that holy trinity of them. Now, in this you book, I mean? they so, kind of do. A, Oh yeah, depower her a little bit, but not too much. Where actually she's, you know, hanging on with Mongo for a while. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, like, you know, she's giving him all, she's giving him all she can give, and she's also taking the punishment, which is badass too. Because again, I think a huge aspect of a hero is when they have like durability. I'm like, yeah, because what's cool about this story, yes, she does get kind of roughed up. But what's cool though is that she's protecting Batman, Jason Todd, Robin, and Superman. Mm-hmm. She's buying Batman and Robin enough time to get that fucking organism off while she's holding off Mongo. Yeah. You know? And and, and it's like, number one... And boom, right there. Alan Moore just treated her like the powerhouse that she is yep. and gave her, like, some pretty good action scenes in this book. And good strategy and good forethought by her. Yeah. Her and Batman didn't talk about this. They, yeah. they didn't, like... You no, don't see a panel of them making a it's, plan. It's Mongo saying, which one do I kill first? Which one of you do I kill first? And Wonder Woman just fucking pops him. She doesn't even... It's like CM said. They don't talk about it. She just goes, boom. And Mongo's like, oh, okay. All right, yeah, you're first. And he's like, he's like, you're you're uh, the woman of this race yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, this, which uh, he's like, oh, you you should be easy to kill. Right. And meanwhile, you you know, and again, a great writing by Alan Moore. Because Jason Todd's like, you know, Robin is... He says, he just punched her through the wall. Should we see what's going on? He Batman says... What's going on over there? We don't want to get involved because <laughs> yeah. that that's out of our league. Like he's already very he, clear. And he knows too. He's like she can take care of herself at least long it. enough till we uh-huh. can wake up this guy who I know can take on Again, that guy. Alan Moore is using the strength. He's a Batman smarts. Uh-huh. He's Wonder Woman's fucking power to uh, to save the day. Now while that story is happening concurrently, and Mongol tells you he goes, "What's on him is called the Black Mercy." He goes, and what it does is it gives you your it gives you your heart's desire. There you go. And he oh, says, that's what I was trying he to says, remember. it can come off whenever the person wants, but they don't want it to come off. Yeah. He's like, you have to want it to come off. It's like whatever, whatever you think is would be your perfect life. That's what it's going to give you. Whatever deep in your head is your perfect life. And say you're married to some fucking hot ass actress right now, and you got a family over there. She's famous. You're famous. That's what it's giving you. That's the images that it's giving you. Mm-hmm. You know, say you want to be a wrestler. Boom, you're you're stone cold. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I mean, so... I mean, and, and like to you know, those are some things maybe we would definitely like dream about. But what about this? Maybe it's just like we don't have no financial issues. That too. All my family is healthy. Yep. Maybe the ones that are sick. Uh, maybe ones that pass. Yeah. That they're still around. Right. You know? I have a job that that you know. I love to go to or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a I'm a comic book writer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I podcast full time for money mm-hmm. and uh, you know whatever it may be. And and we're the Joe Rogans of the fucking podcasting world. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I get to come home to a, a, not a mansion, but just a nice house, clean, great food. I mean, it's, it's pretty a, much it's just you're you're never gonna want to get out of it. You're not gonna want to get out of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So so while this story we're seeing happen with Mongol Wonder Woman, Robin, and Batman, we've also got 
the story going on inside the mind of Kal-El, mm-hmm. who's on Krypton, who's married. Yeah, where Krypton kid. never blew up. Kids. kids yes. Two kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where Krypton never blew up, jor will never die. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he has a family. Where he's not powerful, he's not the number one guy. Yeah. In fact, yeah. it says he works like at a science place yeah. or whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's been, you know, and he comes home. But it's kind of weird, though, the history note, because he's got fanaticals. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wanted to ask you about I, I don't know so, if that's Batman getting it off slowly. Right. That they're trying to get him to wake up, and that's what's going on in the head. Yeah. That I don't know, maybe that represents Batman and Robin trying to get get him out. I also think too that Alan Moore was trying to use this to talk about maybe a little bit of the politicalness of the time. And I was thinking that too because obviously he's famous for doing that too. Yeah. So because pretty much in this, Jor-El is like a radical or whatever, right? His mother Lara is gone. So famously, like in Superman stories, who he loses is like his father Jonathan Kent, his Earth father. So in this, you have where, you know, pretty much Jor-El says that the Krypton's gonna blow up, blah blah, but it doesn't happen. So. He's pretty much considered like a kook, like yeah. you know, this this kook mm-hmm. guy doesn't. The mom dies, further driving Jor-El into like Superman's mom. Yeah, Superman's mom, further driving Jor-El into like becoming like a crabby old bitch or whatever. You know what I mean? And then wanting the old ways of Krypton, right? Like, right, right, right. But uh, he doesn't like uh, Kal-El's he's not proud cousin, of Ka- Kara. Yeah, Kara. Not, he doesn't Superman. like her. He's not proud of Superman. <laughs> You know, so it's kind of like, wow, this kind of isn't your best life. Yeah, like, like it, that, that part's a bummer a little bit, right? So, you know, <laughs> yeah. why is that? But maybe it's kind of the classic thing, like they say in the Matrix, right? Where Agent Smith is like, the first Matrix was perfect, but you guys couldn't handle it. The utopia was too much. So, you have to have conflict or you guys don't function or whatever. So, maybe that's Superman's little bit of like a, like, like, makes the reality real you know what i mean like yeah. okay i have you know and then too it could be him fighting because you know right. he kind of figures it out soon enough so yeah real quick joe says i love the way that it showed the amazonians in the movies absolutely super strong badasses uh always loved how more wrote writes batman uh yeah more, agreed and killing joe does a really fantastic. good job of a lot of the dc characters on twitch uh Bestone. Bestone, says, that's very interesting. I'm not from America. And I'm oh. not knowledgeable of Superman. It's a neat... It, 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 it really is. Interesting. If, yeah. if you can pick up, like, any kind of trade... It's... Or if you read comics online. Yeah, or, yeah, online. It's, um... Superman Annual number 11. Superman Annual, yeah, 11. 1985. Written uh, by Alan Moore. And Dave Gibbons for the... And it's called, uh, the title is, uh... For the Man Who Has Everything. For the Man Who Has Everything. I love that title. I love that title. Again, yeah. because... You would think that he has everything already. This is what Wonder Woman and Batman are thinking. They're like, oh, man, what do we get? The guy's got everything, whatever. But then you find out he's got this whole other life in his mind. His planet didn't blow up. Yeah. He's got his dad. You know what I mean? He's got a, a wife and kids. So you're like, and, and this and he is has a normal, a normal like, like, like I said, <laughs> it's weird how Lois is kind of always in and out. And this must have been around the time where I guess Lois wasn't really a big part. Mm-hmm. of him because this is before the john byrne reboot this right? is actually 85 so this is kind of like crisis here oh okay and then okay. john byrne reboots in 86 yeah so then this is right before we kind of get like the standard superman story that we know now um but either way i feel like annuals and sometimes you know they're kind of written almost like on but they remember of... too alan moore the way he wrote miracle man was like miracle man is you know he kind of wrote what kind of would happen if superman was around remember when Miracle Man saves a kid, mm-hmm. he breaks a kid's ribs when yes. he saves him. Yeah. So maybe Alan Moore is thinking there's no way he can be with the lowest link. There's just no way them two can be together. Yeah. Because there's also that last kiss that they have at the very end. 
Yes. You know, so yeah. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Maybe this is, you know, Miracle Man, Miracle Woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he leaves his wife and he starts banging Miracle Woman. Well, even, <laughs> even when Mongo's uh, banging around, you know, I don't mean like dang, <laughs> he's beating up, he's beating yeah, up beat uh, Wonder Woman. He's like, oh, are, are you the, are you his, uh, uh like uh what does he say like are you his spouse or whatever are you like are you are you like lovers or whatever because he's like you're pretty tough or whatever and she's like no we're just friends or whatever which is funny because like she like addresses him even though they're like fighting but he gives her credit for her toughness mongol to to uh wonder woman joe says kind of like be careful what you wish for oh absolutely and i think even in a way it's kind of going back to the whole jorel thing like why was that in his perfect world i think uh, that um he goes, you wouldn't be the Kryptonian's mate by any chance, yeah, mate. would you? Yeah, so. And she says, what? The lady's response? She goes, ah, just good friends. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's like, she's she's getting fucked up by this point. So. Yeah, they draw her sometimes kind of like with like the down eyes and like looks like blood dripping from her. Like, they're, it's not, like they're not drawing like, again, it like red. It's, blood, it's also, again, it's like, man, Alan Moore taking this character Mongo and just making him like, like if this was a wrestling thing, man, he's putting over Mongo. Big like time. big time over yeah. Wonder Woman. Show that you know? panel real quick, though. Like, yeah. He's like crouched and he's like the full size of Batman. Yeah, like, check how big Mongo is right there in that panel right here. Like he's fucking <laughs> kneeling down. Batman's probably in, what, in the books like maybe 6'2, six, 6'3. Six, yeah, or I would imagine maybe, maybe like 6'4. <laughs> I mean, like, what the fuck? And he looks huge, right? And the whole thing, too, is he's real casual the whole time, Mongo, which is very scary. Yeah. He's like uh, almost like. Oh, this is gonna just be fun, me tearing yeah. y'all apart or whatever. Yeah. Like, because pretty much he's there, and I don't know if there was prior encounters with him and Superman. Yes, there was. Okay. Yeah. So he he knows Superman, and that's why he wants. That's to... why he put the black mercy on it. Yeah, and because he's like, if you're not him, you're not no challenge to me. So it's like you know, uh, real quick. Uh, that Stony uh, again from Twitch says, I appreciate you for that information. He says, I'll look online for sure. He says, My country, our Superman is Ultraman. Oh, Ultraman. Uh, Takusatsu uh, hero, ha. <laughs> uh, okay, great. So you're uh, from Japan, I think. Uh, Bastoni, if you are, let us know for sure. Uh, we, we love that, man. Yeah, just check it out. I mean, man, if you just like really good, like, stories, you know, I mean, yeah. you would you would appreciate, like I said, it has fantastic the, the Wonder Woman Mongo fights uh, scenes are really good. Like, yeah. Dave Gibbons really does a good job, even when him and Superman mix yeah. up. He and again, a, he's a really good fight choreographer. She has a fucking lot of fight in her, right? Yeah, like, she, she does. doesn't give up. She no. even finds like Kryptonian weapons. She's like firing them yeah. at him. She's like, fuck you. Like, hey, I'm she not tells up. him right here, she goes, go to hell. Like oh, right yeah. before she fires the, the yes. fucking gun at him. Which is like like you're like a badass part. Joe asks, Is Mongol English? He's written that way. <laughs> <laughs> Did he sound English to you in your mind, Joe? I can't remember what his voice was like in uh yeah, and so this is the cartoon. So this is the one that CM was mentioning. Um uh, let me see. Batman goes, if we're lucky, that explosion means Diana's found the wall, what the hall of weapons. We gotta concentrate on reviving Superman because whatever's going on through there is way out of our league. So they're really trying to like fuck, I don't know how long Diana can keep this up. So we, we need to wake go. the big guy up so that he can take care of business, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, fuck. And Batman's like, you know, he's like Superman, cow, like, you know, we're mm -hmm. we're we're serious trouble for him. you gotta wake up. Uh, that's all, Cal. Just wake up, you yeah. know. And he's like pleading with him, just please wake up. Joe says his voice in the crunching is English. I need to watch it again, Joe. I haven't seen the episode in a little while, and I wanted to watch it before we did this episode, but I didn't get a chance to. He says Mongol is very proper in his speech. 
Okay, and it's funny because yes, in, yes. in my mind, I hear him just more like a like a like an icy. Do you remember how Thanos kind of was in the Silver Surfer cartoon? <laughs> I need to see it again. It's kind of like like that. How you're saying like kind of slow, sophisticated. Okay. Little bit of ways. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can always remember that when I first heard um, um, Brody Lee talk outside of like. Well, he didn't talk when he was with the Wyatts. When I first heard him oh, talk, I was yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. this guy is very yes. articulate. Yeah. And he <laughs> had a very kind of soft voice for like a yeah. big, burly guy. It was very even and very clear, concise, his words chosen. very. And I was like, yeah, this motherfucker, like, it's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Like, it was more scary to hear it that way. So, um, yeah, so talk a little bit about Double A about what's going on in Kellel's life in the in the story. He's obviously coming home from work. So he's, starting party. To, he's starting to find out that, man, just... None of this is right. He takes his son to like this crater where I guess Kandor used to be. Yes. And he's like, you know, I know this is going to sound weird. I know you're a kid, but just none of this feels real. You don't feel real. And I feel like I'm going to lose you. Which feels fucking horrible to say. And, now, and I will they're say showing him with the Black Mercy where he's actually starting to cry. Yeah. 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 So it's like, damn. Now, now th- I told Double A, this book. This comic book goes much deeper than the episode of the cartoon, uh, the Justice League. It, it's there's more deepness with the Jor-El story and the and the uh, what are they called the extremists and all yeah. that. There's mm-hmm. it's much deeper with that. But what they did much better in the cartoon was that relationship with him and the son. Because boy, I was full of tears when I watched that episode. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, man! I'm like, like damn, this hit me so hard. Like I was like, because it's fucking sad you know what i mean yeah you're seeing a superman side that you really don't get to see a whole lot of right you're seeing this right. man what he really wants he wants a family and you know what did it remind me of double it was reminding me of wandavision with wanda mm-hmm. and her kids it's like yeah. no one's gonna tell you they're not real yeah you're like fuck you that'd be like if somebody walked in right now and told you double a like your kids aren't real yeah. or someone told my nephew isn't real i'd be like well i don't care what you say yeah like I'm going to fight to keep that going. Yeah. Any one of us would feel that way. They'd be like, what the fuck? So now you have Superman, Kal-El, on Krypton with his son, kind of questioning his reality. Yeah, because like, there's somewhere in scary. his head where it's like, this just isn't real. Right. Krypton didn't survive. My dad's not alive. I yeah. don't have a family. I don't have kids. And you're right, Double uh, A too. I think maybe you're right. There a little bit of it is Alan Moore's commentary on yeah, the, the world, time. but also I think it's played through like the the Jor-El becoming this extremist is almost like this thread in his mind, like that's helping unravel yes. the mystery. Yes, you know that's what I, mean? what I was kind of thinking at the same time. I'm like, it's a conflict in his head, yes. telling him this ain't real. Yeah, like wait a minute, this isn't feel perfect he's whatever, fighting you know he's I mean? fighting in there in his uh, head he's fighting uh it's funny right like you know real quick spoiler alert guys i'm gonna talk a little bit about the barbie movie but there's a part where uh she's talking right or whatever with the other barbies and everyone's all happy and jolly in barbie land right and then she's like you guys ever think about death and they're all like <laughs> what the fuck like what is it and she's like well, no me neither i never think about that never and you're like what the she's like why did i say that blah blah like and slowly her world starts to unravel that's where like they show her with like her feet up like the, oh yeah but then later on her fucking feet fall flat and she's like what the fuck like i can't fucking like and she's like why is this and they come to find out that it's like whoever's playing with you on the outside world if they're having these thoughts it's going to happen to you and she's she okay. finds out she's being played with by an adult, which is America Ferrera, oh, okay. not by a kid. So that's why it's not all like hope filled. Oh, There's okay, darkness okay. in there, and it's affecting her inside the Barbie okay. land. Like what the fuck? Like it's unraveling her world, which is kind of in a sense, what's you know to play that back to our Oscar nominee there. 
play that back to what's going on with Superman here. He's got this radical dad, you know, that it's supposed to be a joy to have him. You know what I mean? Like you would think and it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, so go ahead, Double A. Like what's happening next? Yeah. So eventually, Batman finally gets it off, but he doesn't use the gloves that you're supposed Bravo, to. Bravo, Batman. And it gets on him. And, not probably Batman. And Batman for <laughs> Batman, it's obviously his parents living. Uh, that Thomas Wayne didn't. Uh, Thomas Wayne didn't get shot, and he saved his wife. And even that hits fucking hard, right? Oh, you know, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. fuck, man. Like you know, you see him, and I think it's written that way too. It's like the man pulls the gun, a familiar yeah. alleyway. Yeah. It's like only he misses. Yeah. He's like, and then he sees his dad, like pretty yeah, he much grabs this hero. Yeah. Uh huh. And it's like you fucking feel for Batman because it's like that's that's his, all he's ever that's wanted. his heart's desire. That's it. That's it. Like that day. That night didn't yeah. happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, fuck, man. Like, and then fuck. so, like, again, I can't really say it enough. Gibbons just does a really good job. Like, Superman's out of it. And, you know, he's, you know, it's kind of written in tone. Like, who did this to me? Like, where he's fucking majorly pissed off. And he even showed, like, Jason Todd kind of, like, like, like fucking, oh, oh shit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, big time. You look scary. fucking scary when you're, <laughs> you're not smiling, you know? And he All the people him, that want him to cut loose, you know? Yeah, he's like, uh, he's this big yellow guy, you know, <laughs> he, and he's he's really roughing up Wonder Woman right now. And I told him, I was like, oh man, so they seem like he goes Mongo, and then he kind of like shouts like Mongo, and you see Jason Tower, he's grabbing both ears, like holy shit. <laughs> and Joseph Calstar says a little crack, but show that panel of the layers. I love the way that's drawn. Like, look at that right there. He's There's like... no word bubble. It's just it's just uh the fucking whole panel, and you got Jason Todd Robin over there, like, which. I've always thought you've always said this double A about that first Superman movie. <laughs> yeah. And right there, that's where he's looking like looking like so fierce over here, man. You're like, holy but shit. But again, Gibbons Grimm too drawing how fast he is. Yeah. Is a really good shot too. And Alan Moore's writing with that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But real quick, I want to talk more about that where you see Robin covering his ears. Because like, number one, for Superman to not have regard for human life. He is in a different state of mind. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he knows Robin. He, he knows kind of a lost a life in a little. Yeah, know, in this sense, a little bit. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And and you've always said this right about the scene in Superman One yeah, when he one. screams when Lois died. Yeah, because and you've always said if anybody was in ten miles, your fucking head probably exploded. It could have exploded because he's just like ah! like this man makes a yell that like just travels. Throughout the whole fucking I don't planet. care. You you do not love superheroes. If you watch that scene, you don't have like fucking like chills in your back. Like, I'm like, holy oh, fuck. My wife loves that part. I love she that She always tells me, just call me when that part comes yep. on. Yep. Because you're part. like, and just Christopher Reeve. Christopher man. Reeve, Christopher man. Christopher and Christopher you know Reeve. what? I mean, Dave Gibbons, man, he really, you know, this really feels like Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Man. I mean, fuck. I so wish they would have. Man, if they could have somehow adapted this double A to a movie, man, it would have like been, been right. It would have been probably right around the time of what part three. Yeah, yeah. Not that I don't love part three, but I mean, damn. Yeah. So Superman's in in such a mindset. There's, you know, who did this? No regard. Shouts, not realizing what his shout is like. You know what I mean? Like, and then again, like Gibbons and 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 more are like they really describe like his power in a way like they're like mongo hears him and it says like more is like he only has like half a second to prepare but it's not enough and then you just hear him like just boom it, like he describes it it's like a 400 mile wind mile an hour wind just slams like that's how fucking fast he's going like, he's creating 400 mile per hour winds it's like fuck 
Yeah. You know, and he just crashes Mongo like real bad. You know, I want to say that that was in another Superman story recently where they really? said they're like something not about something similar about he's not going to be down long. So we need to like yeah. figure out rally real quick because once he gets back up, we're fucked or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, Joe says real quick, they made Superman vulnerable, which you just don't get a lot. Oh, of that's what I'm Absolutely saying. Moore's is really good at that. And what how what, just clever, clever yeah. writing by Alan Moore. Uh, what is this here? Marcy on a note from Twitch says, I don't know much about Superman Universe, but I learned recently that there was a show about Superman yeah, called Smallville. Smallville. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear what you guys think about the show. Uh, please, no spoilers, though. I might check it out. It's a really good show. I think you should check it out. It's probably kind of one of the best origin. It spans 10 seasons, like 200 episodes, and you'll probably learn a lot about him in that show. But yeah. they're one-hour episodes, and like I said, there's like 200 of them, so. Yeah, Marcy, uh, it's 10 seasons, uh, like Double A said here, and uh, we did do an episode on it, but don't watch it. very spoiler. Yeah, don't watch it until after you've seen it, because uh, there is spoilers in <clears> it, but it's a really fun episode uh, that we cover. I did not watch it while it was going on, but um, in preparation for our episode, I watched every, like, season premiere and season finale and then uh, a handful of episodes that Double A gave me, and I loved it. As a Superman fan, I think that Tom Welling is really fantastic as Clark. Yeah. Michael Rosenbaum is really fantastic as Lex. Great Lex. Lex. And Erica Durance is really good as Lois Lane. Yeah. So and, and I think Kristen Crook's very good, good too. As She's Lana good as Lana. Lana too. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of great cast, a lot of great acting. His parents, Ma and Pa Kent. Are yes, they're really good cast. too. Annette O'Toole and Jonathan John Schneider. Yeah. Really perfectly cast as uh, Ma and Pa Kent. And I think it's a really fantastic and fun way to ease yourself. Yeah, into it really is. Man. So mm -hmm. yeah, we'll highly suggest that. Uh, Go watch the show and then check out our listen to or check out our episode if you get time or a chance. We'd love that. Uh, real quick here, uh, <laughs> Najee, the chosen one, says Superman related to Jesus. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> they have the same humility, I would say. I mean, humbleness. he's created by two Jewish guys. So <laughs> yeah, and and and, and uh, there's definitely you know something about that to it. Uh, Marcy says thank you, yeah. thanks guys. I, I hope you you're like very it. Welcome, I really do. Thank I you think, for joining us. I think it's a really good show. We don't get that many people popping in via Twitch, so we appreciate the the the, the Twitch join there. And um, Superman is really fun, guys. Like when he's really written, really good. Superman absolutely. is such a fun character, you know. And people like to talk about, you know, like oh, Superman's boring. Superman this. I say, well, it's easy to like, you know, Wolverine, the Punisher. It's easy, to like even Spider Man and Batman, because the vulnerabilities are obvious. This guy's vulnerabilities are not obvious. And when he gets a good writer, that's usually when Superman's like on top of the heap. Absolutely. Honestly, well, the very so for the man who has everything, yeah. you guys think he has everything, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He's a he's a guy struggling with, well, you know, in a sense, his humanity because he's not human. He's an alien. So you know what I mean? It's like it's difficult to be alone and to try to fit in and to, you know, the complications of love. And don't forget, Superman's not rich. The guy still has to work. You know what I mean? It's like you know that's got to be a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's like no, not really. He likes it. You know? Yeah, I mean, again, the man enjoys his work. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, there's difficulties. One of the things that me and AA have talked about regarding the new show that's on the CW uh, with uh, Tyler Hoechlin and uh, and Lois uh, and, and Superman. Right? Totally, yeah, Superman and Lois. Oh, Superman and Lois. Yeah, Superman yeah. and Lois is that uh, you know in this series he's a dad and he's got two boys that are teenagers and that's like it doesn't matter who you are whether you're Superman or not teenage boys are going to give you shit and they do and it's kind of like damn you know you can't just you know punch them into outer space like he would do a supervillain you've got to you've got to deal with it you know what i mean so uh there are very unique 
uh, uh, ways to make Superman vulnerable, like Joe mentioned earlier. And again, we get a very interesting story in this of exactly that. You know, like Mongol says to him, he could take it off whenever he wants. You don't want to take it off. Why would you want to end your 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 dream life? You know what I mean? Look at fucking what's his name? To call back to the Matrix, uh, what's it? The what? What's his name? It's like. Put me back in. Make me somebody important. Oh, yeah. Cypher. Yeah. Cypher. Cypher, yeah. Cypher. I wanted to say his name from fucking uh, uh, Pantolino. Joe Pantolino's Joe Pant- real yeah. name. Yes. Fucking, I would think yes. about him from fucking uh, Sopranos. Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, that guy couldn't handle it. He's like, put me back in where ignorance is bliss. He says it, you know, like, you know, so, you know, again. I, I've always told my wife, I go, if this is me living my best life, then just leave me here. I like being with my sure. wife. You know, I love having my kids. And I love that. You know, yeah, I, so. <laughs> I talked to a coworker the other day, and one of my coworkers, Richard, and he said, this may sound, he said this to me, he said, this may sound dumb, but I like my home life. I like to be at I home do. I always think, yeah. And I said, that doesn't sound dumb. That sounds amazing. That's, I, I tell great. everyone that. Like, my, you know, people always say I'm going great fast, and it's because of my home life. I'm like, no, it's just because of work. I, I come here to relax. This is yeah. my my relaxing spot. I got a lot. I got a lot of great too. And sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's the stress of providing for that family yeah, this is, and for making me, it's sure it's all you're work. Doing I'm like, yeah, that doesn't bother me. This work bothers me. Yeah, you know, my girlfriend tells me all the time too. She's like, you know, you're always there for them, and you know, you can't, you won't always be able to be your whole life. And I'm like, no, but I will try to be until I cannot be anymore. So that's what gives me gray is that when I feel like am I not providing enough? Am I not doing enough? Am I not? You think Superman sleeps easy at night when he's like, yeah, I could be up all night saving lives every single life. Every time. Even Batman tells him one time they switch powers and he said he's pissed off at Superman. He tells him now I know what it's like. He's like, I can't believe you sleep. I can't believe you don't just do this 24 hours. And he's like, man, you got to like let go. Like he's like, you're holding on too tight. Like because it, it just unravels you even more like Batman couldn't handle it because he's like I want to constantly be stopping every single crime But no matter what even if you're Superman, you can't be in two places at once. It's just impossible and You know Batman was like no you could be doing more but it was like hey man I've got to like, you know, I've got to have a life too. You know what I mean? Like I've got to have my things that help me, you know uh, Well be human because yeah. that's he is an alien yeah. from uh far off distant planet or whatever. What grounds Superman is his humanity and attempt to be more like a man. What I always tell Double A is I'm like, he is, there is no one more fiercer or ferocious than Superman when he is guarding those that he loves. Lois and Jimmy oh, and Harry and Ma and Pa Kent. <clears throat> you do not want that Superman to be on the bad side. You do not want to hurt them. I think that whole injustice story is based on that. Is that, you know, the Kingdom, Lois. Yeah, oh. the Kingdom Come Superman is like, that's like, that's the the bad man. You don't want that. That you're at, <laughs> That's a different level. You know what I'm saying? Uh, real quick, right here, he says, uh, "Superman can't punch his son. He's related to Jesus." <laughs> All right, again, there we go. All right, and Marcy says, uh, "Is Brightburn related to Superman or a character in the Superman universe?" I remember seeing the movie Brightburn a while back and thinking that the main character seemed very much like Superman. No, no, not related. Not a DC character. It's just James Gunn was kind of fooling around to see like. What would happen if the kid didn't have a mom and pop can't to guide him and he just you know the kid pretty much found out he can do whatever he wanted yeah so it's yeah. very much like a play i think on yeah, like the superman is. story it is because they even was... have like evil justice league members they mentioned at the end too yeah like as like if he was psychotic you know what i mean well, so, remember yeah. they mentioned like an aquaman 
Yeah. Uh, and I forgot who else that he mentioned. I too, think I so, yeah. It was a solid flick. You know what I mean? It's like, funny. Like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's funny. You know, everyone always wants to toy yeah, with the idea of the evil Superman uh, because that is like the ultimate like scare. Like, right? Ooh. Uh, Najee says, uh, when, uh, when do they switch Bruce and Clark switch? Uh, Najee, you if you read comics, I do. It is in the first series of, uh, Batman Superman comics. I think that's what they're called. Batman and Superman. That one? Aren't that with the uh, symbols yeah. connected? Yeah, where the symbols are oh, connected. Okay. Uh, what, what year is that? Do you know? Ooh, oh, man. McGinnis and... It's McGinnis and... that's like five, six? Yeah. Maybe even earlier. Like 2005, 2006. I had like that first run of like yeah, 20 issues. I can't tell you the exact but it's in those issues and they switch spots. Or you could probably just Google like Superman, Batman, switch But like powers. McGinnis, Ed McGinnis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, Ed McGinnis. And again, like the uh, the art by... Uh, what's his name again? Oh, it's McGinnis. Oh, that McGinnis, McGinnis is, is art. Yeah. art. Yeah. If you look up that, Najee, you'll, you'll find it. And it's in those first couple issues. And I remember Jeff that Loeb. being a very Jeff interesting... Jeff Loeb's a writer. And Jeff Loeb's a writer. You've got to love Jeff Loeb, right? Uh, Long Halloween. Um, yeah, so Jeff Loeb and McGinnis is a great team. And they do like those first couple issues of the Batman Superman comic where they combined... Uh, it's, it's The, the title symbols. is both of them. Yeah, the mm-hmm. symbols are like are like joined and it's both of them. Um, Michael Turner does a lot of those covers. Yes, he does. Whatever yeah, it is. actually those yeah. up there. You see them? <coughs> yes, the those right there. Yeah. So if you check those out, man, uh, they're really uh, there's some good issues in there. They're really fun stuff, whatever. But that's one of the things. But back to the comic double. Let's get back. Yeah. To so Twitter. Jason Todd actually the one that gets he he finds the gloves. He he figures it out. That's the way to get off the. Which I thought this was cool too. Right? I was like, okay. I was like, wow. Like Alan Moore is like really putting over to Jason Todd Robin. Yeah. And then you know they show him later thinking like he's like what the fuck like he's pretty much what am I gonna do with this shit? And then he he goes hmm like he's, he has the idea he knows where he's gonna do with it. But I wanted to get to this part. So Superman and Mongo are mixing up. And he gets Superman down. He goes, I found shit in a prison that you cannot leave without giving up your heart's desire. Escaping it must have been like tearing off your arm. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to kill you anyway. Happy birthday, Kryptonian. I give you oblivion. And then Superman, just, the fucking eyes just light up. And he fucking just lets loose a big fucking heat ray vision on Mongo. And you see the next page and he's like, you know, like, Man, that you hurt me, <laughs> and he gets like really mad. He's like, "You hurt me." He punches like Superman like really hard. This is where we get the famous line, don't we? The burn, where he says "burn." Like, yeah, he goes "burn." Yeah, yeah, you see, I mean, like this is Superman, guys. Superman is not and the he, type to say that, right? But yeah, he's and Gibbons again. He does such a great job, and and Moore is writing kind of like you know his thoughts, like you know what's going on. You know, and they're beating the shit out of each other. They're destroying the the fortress of solitude. Yeah. I mean, they're just like, man, it's just you feel the pounding. You know, and like, what's going on? Like Joe said earlier, and we didn't know this, but this is, I guess, often regarded as one of the greatest comic books of all time. And again, there are these panels in there that send out Superman crying, you know, calling out Mongol's name. You know what I mean? Like it's like Rocky on the top of Rocky Four. You know, Drago. Yeah, like like you like know? check out this like. Like more is riding while they're fighting. I spit out suns. Muscles shift like continental plates, rolling under a height of jaw distant leather. You know, and mm-hmm. he's just like he's like giving you a description of like how this is going, like they're, how they're, fucking fierce the heat other, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. like you're moving fucking planets. Like because Mongo's yellow, right? Jaundiced leather, right? So jaundiced yellow, right? Like like you know that's his body, right? You know, muscles moving like plates. You know. And then the scene too, where Superman says it. This panel is like you see it all the time, where it's Superman, like pretty much in like silhouette with his eyes lit up, and it just says the words 
burn next to it, where he's just unleashing a fucking wave of heat vision onto fucking Mongol. Like, right? let loose, like all of it. Like, yeah. Superman's not holding back. He's just like, I know you can take him, motherfucker. <laughs> and even though, as many times as people write Superman saying, he, that was, I hate when they did this. I've got to give you everything I've got. Yeah. I'm like, if you're yeah. thinking that, you're not doing that. Yeah. In this, I felt like he was letting no. go. No. It's just not there. Like, yeah, it's not there. It's like, the switch is off. Like, click, click, And again, right? it's kind of like, again, like, Alan Moore is writing, it's both indestructible. Each damages the other. Both irresistible. Each finds himself thwarted. Surrender is not a possibility. Like, you're just like, fuck. Like, you just know these two... You know, they're going to beat each other up until one of them goes. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It's just that little bit of writing that Tim says. Nothing has to be said by these characters. Alan Moore is building this up slowly. Yeah. Where you're just like, fuck. Like, yeah. man, this is, this is fucking all out. Not man. that long ago, we, me and Double A covered the DC versus Superman, right? You know what I mean? And, and they have the su Superman fighting the Hulk there or whatever, you know? And, you know, again, even when he's fighting Doomsday, I don't think he says anything specifically about letting it all go or whatever, but... You know, there are, I think, little moments where he's like, he yeah, he kind of yeah. says stuff like that. And he does the same thing when he fights the Hulk in the Marvel. He's kind of like, you know, I, that was one of my toughest opponents. I pretty much gave him everything I had. And I'm like, yeah, you wouldn't I understand what you're saying. You wouldn't have said like, that. Like, you don't have to say that. You don't have to yeah. say that. You have to show that. Yes. And they show it in here. And I would say that Mark Wade, Kingdom Come, they do a very good job of it. And that's too. what I was saying, too. I think that's why Alan Moore is always kind of like above the rest because mm -hmm. he just knows how to do it. Nickname says, I'd like to see a Superman story focusing on Clark's investigative skills Ooh, as a journalist. Um, I think there is that. I've seen that before, too. I know there is a Superman, the animated series, where he does do investigating. They kill Clark Kent. Yes. You know? And so, <laughs> no, they kill... Who is... Yeah, they kill Clark Kent, and he has to investigate. Right. Right, um, right, right, right. I want to see... I'm trying. I'm going to try and look that up. But it's, yeah, a, it's, it's on Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, that episode, the Superman the Animated Series is on Max. Yeah. I'm going to try to find That's a good one. I remember yeah, seeing that when we talked about it's, that. It's him using his brains in yes. that episode. It's a, that's a great episode. And and most of those uh, episodes, Superman the Animated Series, are based on comics. So there's probably a comic out there that's got a similar story. But yeah, oh, I think Clark's a very good investigator. And there's even a, there's a book that's written by Clark Kent. Uh, I think it's called Under the Yellow Sun. Under the Is Yellow it? Sun, yeah. And it's supposed to be entirely written like from Clark Kent's perspective, and it's you know about like uh, I don't think about him being a journalist, but I think it's his uh, attempt at like a fiction. Go ahead. The late Mister Kent. If, if if you see that episode, Superman the Animated Series, it's on Max. The late Mister Kent. Yeah. It's uh season two. Okay. Oh, Is Superman it? the Animated Series. Yes, yeah, Superman the Animated Series season two. Yeah, nickname, it, give that a watch, man. I think you'll it's enjoy Superman, that. Superman, it's the late Mr. Kent, and it's a really cool story of him using his investigative skills. That's a fun episode. Too. It really is. Yeah. He, yeah. Clark's a great investigator, and he's a very smart and guy. I always thought, actually, Lois and Clark does a really good job, too. If you ever want to see kind of him as like a, a journalist, mm -hmm. Lois and Clark, the Dean Kane Terry Hatcher series, is probably the best series for that, too, of them actually showing... Clark not always being in the Superman costume, but actually figuring shit out as an investigative journalist. Yeah. Like, it's a really good... That show does really good jobs on focusing on Clark Kent. A lot, a lot of times, uh, he gets further, I think, as, as you know, he realizes I can get further as Clark Kent than I can as Superman, you know what I mean, in these scenarios. So, uh, that show is really good for that as well. It really too. is. Honestly, it really is. It's not bad. Joe says, Soup's best fights are when he can let loose. Uh, and that's why I always say, Joe, like, I always say, like, he has a good rogues gallery of people he can uh like 
you know, Char- CM said Doomsday, Mongo, Darkseid, Brainiac, uh, Metallo, Metallo, uh, General Zod. Mm-hmm. I mean, Parasite. He's got people oh, that he can good. fucking yeah. let loose on. They're interesting characters, and they would be fun to see in the movie because they're they're, they're almost created to see. You know, Parasite. He siphons the power. Yeah. If you put that in the movie, it's like, well, damn, what is he gonna do? Like he's sucking your power out. You know what I mean? You've got to do. You got to get creative. You got to do other things and just hit them as hard as you can. You know what I mean? So, uh, it, it is interesting. Uh-oh. Nickname says, "Wait, Superman wrote a book." Well, Clark Kent wrote the book. So yeah, journalist Clark Kent <laughs> wrote the book. So yeah, you can look it up. It's been out there for a little while. And I think it's from the eighties, the eighties or early nineties. Uh, Under the Yellow Sun, I think, uh, it's written by Clark Kent. I'm sure it had you know real writers, but yeah, it's supposed to be pretty cool. Uh, Joe says, "Thought they tried." To- <laughs> Thought they tried to show that in Batman vs Superman mm-hmm. two, not great though. Yeah, the investigativeness. Yeah, no, that was very. Yeah, the movies thin. they really and and good reason too. I don't think there's the kind movies of the time really should. To, yeah, yeah, that's why I always think if you want like investigative Clark, Lois and Clark is probably your best show for that. Yeah, to see that side of I, Superman because obviously it's a show and you can do so much more for right. it. You have the time for it. Right. In the movies you, you want to see Superman. Yeah. Just I like want... the Hulk. That's what always, you know, pissed off a lot of people at the Ang Lee. Mm. It was too much banner. Right. You don't care about Bruce Banner. You didn't come to if the Hulk want, movie to see Bruce Banner. If you want you Bruce Banner, you see the incredible Hulk yeah. Lou Ferrigno series. Yeah. You know? So exactly. Yeah. And the same thing when you go to Superman movie. You want to see a red cape. You only got two hours. Flying yeah. and you gotta see, him punching yeah. shit and doing super yeah. stuff. So yeah, you're not gonna get a lot of investigative you know, which is it is interesting because you know, with the Batman, they did say we're gonna lean into the detective side and of Batman. Can, though, but him. he's still Batman, you know, but what you mean? can or, with him, right? You know what that's I mean? That's his thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, but excellent points, guys, and I hope you all will check out some of that stuff for sure. Um, getting back to the issue though, here, yeah, so the issue is already coming down to the end, and mm-hmm. he's beating up Mongo, like where he's already like Mongo's thinking, Oh, shit, this guy's gonna kill me, oh, yeah, until like I don't know, Jason Todd like kind of distracts him, and he sees like the statue of Krypton, and he guys kind of gets, yeah, the, the, you know, kind of distracted with that, and then Mongo. Leans into him like he sucker punches him where it's enough that he kind of like staggers Superman. But then oh, yeah. right here, Jason Todd throws the the fucking black, black mercy person. on him, yeah. and it's kind of cool because like again they do a good job. Warren Gibbons kind of like you're seeing the side by side, so it's on him. But for Mongo, since he's already in the in the dream state, he vaporizes he va- uh, vaporizes vaporizes Robin. Yeah, and the other side they're showing Robin coming down. Then he's like like. You know, squeezing the shit out of Superman or yeah. busting his head. Yeah. Where on the other page he's falling. Yeah. And then he's like conquering the earth. And here he's just like really into the into the fucking full full blown black. And you gotta stuff. imagine that this guy who's deep in it is never gonna take that thing off. He's like, you would think so. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ruling uh-huh. here. You know what I mean? So, like, what's gonna be the the crack in this guy's you know yeah. reality? Because it's like. You know, it would be like, I imagine that's what it would be like if, like, Dr. Doom had it on him or, you know, Thanos. It'd be like, oh, I'm seeing it all the way oh, I had it. See, I can see Doom actually breaking out of it. Yeah. Because that's what happens actually in Emperor Doom. Oh, really? He kind of gets bored where he allows people to fuck with him. Hmm. Then that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, Doom would be the guy for that. Yeah. But he's so arrogant. He's even arrogant about his yes, own ruling. He, yeah. he really is. The arrogance yeah. is, like, above the arrogance. Yeah. Uh, Joe says here, he oh, says, next one. Oh, sorry, next one. He says, It's cool they had Jason there. Yeah, I thought, yeah, that that's too. what I was saying. I was like, Wow, like Alan Moore really gave a lot of fucking yeah. 
credit to to Jason Todd Robin. And I don't even know if it was so much that Robin Moore was trying to put over Jason Todd. I think that might have been who Robin was at the time, but I think he would have put over whoever Robin was. I think it was meant to be like a like a pat on the back to sidekicks. Like, hey, like after reading hey, this one, I, I was like, why does everyone like hate on Jason Todd? Like, I actually thought he was actually really good in this yeah, story, I but so I don't know. Um, I think in other stuff though, he was portrayed yeah, as cocky yeah, and arrogant, yeah. and it was like people couldn't get into him or yeah. whatever. Especially in that one, that Death in the Family yeah. one. I I've reread that one a thousand times, and it's like he is like. Batman tells it's a classic, you know. Okay, Anakin, we'll take him together. And he's like, I'll take him now. And it's like Batman's like, what the fuck? I just told you, like, <laughs> like. And then too, I think he kind of like is into the violence. And Batman's like, hold on, we don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of like, I gotta pull this guy back. So it's like, <laughs> somebody on, didn't like him. So yeah, well, that one was supposedly fan voted too, whether to kill Robin yeah. or not, and yeah. they voted <laughs> death to Jason Todd, Robin. Uh, Nick Name says, I'm thinking of writing a Superman childhood pick where he looks more alien and has more alien reaction to things and how Ma and Pa Kitten would do oh, with sure. that. Okay. That's cool. fantastic. Yeah. I was like, who should write that? Cool. <laughs> I'd read it. Yeah, man. If you do, if you do so, let us know where to find it. Joe says, uh, some dudes can't live in a perfect reality. Yeah. I mean, that's what Agent Smith said in The Matrix. He was like, most humans can't handle a perfect life. You know what I mean? They'll just you need conflict you know what i mean like it's part of our lives you know what i mean um joe then says i'll tell you all alan moore swamp thing will always be one of the best yeah. series ever yeah and i think it's he, there's some stories in that one yeah right? it's a superman it's a dc comic presents actually uh superman swamp thing okay uh yeah but yeah he let's see what those two get up to. he just really dug up everything that you you could have possibly imagined what swamp thing can do that's what alan moore does with swamp thing cool and he makes him powerful because you're thinking yeah. like well shit he should be i guess yeah like after he writes after he writes him you're thinking oh shit i didn't think swamp thing can do that but yeah he can yeah you know what i mean so yeah makes me wonder wherever the black mercy comes from could an ivy and swamp thing potentially control a plant like that yeah and yeah. can you imagine yeah. if they wrap that around enough yeah. people they'd, they'd be really doing some yeah. damage <laughs> interesting story right there to write that story <laughs> Which they might have, so who knows? Might be somewhere, yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, so like the, you know, Mongo's you know already you know he's locked in. Mm. They give him the gifts. Wonder Woman kisses him on the mouth, and he's like, "Why don't we do that more often?" <laughs> yeah, so I definitely think this is a, a Lois has been out of the picture. Oh uh, yeah, because yeah. I saw that too, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I was like, <laughs> "All right, go soups." Uh, also, by the way, her gift to him was a a replica of the city of Candor, which apparently I guess it had grew sometime like i guess somebody grew it back but yeah and it looks like someone shrunk it again, shrunk it so. back down so she thinks he doesn't have it anymore so he quickly runs and like kind of uh, replaces, replaces it. it you know with super speed or whatever and, and like it's like oh thank you so thoughtful and superman i mean excuse me batman's gift was what the way that that flower that he kind of breeded that he had someone yeah. breed where yeah it looked like uh like a maybe a flower, flower. yeah which i was like that was kind of deeper than yeah, wonder woman cool. and I was yeah. like, but he's like oh, i think it got squished in the fight which it did yeah he goes it got stepped on and frankly it's dead yeah. And he goes, oh, don't worry about it, Bruce. Perhaps it's for the best. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you know, still grateful, but they had just kind of had a bunch of issues. And then they the leave, they all, like, guys go, it's like, you know, does somebody want to make coffee while I clean up the place? You know? Right, right. And then um, it shows the epilogue of Mongo where he's, like, really deep in his fucking... World domination. Fantasy. Yeah, he's conquering yeah. the whole universe, excuse me, the whole universe on his world, world planet. <laughs> Which I would just love to see the issue where Mongo comes out of this. Right. Like, no where shit. and how it is he? Somebody yeah. has to go get him, right? And yeah. be like, hey, man, 
This should even live in a lie. We're but ready then, to. Yeah, at the end he says he is content, but I'm thinking maybe somewhere along the way they're going to be like, okay, well, he's not content. Enough. But again, exactly how he tells Superman, man, you, you lost your heart. Can you imagine whoever pulls him out of that? They're going to get eviscerated, man. He's going to be like, you fucking took it. A nice paint-up shot of Gibbons as Superman, which Love I told TM, I was like, this man knew how to draw Absolutely. Superman. I mean, he just looked fucking cool. Absolutely. And that's not in mind. Is that, that? I don't think so. Let me look again. Yeah, so man, I was like, man, great drawing, great story. You know. Guys, it's a classic issue for the man who has to hit those comments though. Uh Jeremy in the house. Hey, what up, Jeremy? Uh, oh, uh, and then he goes, Alan Moore has Swamp Thing kick Batman test, which he should, Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's Swamp Thing. He's and from then, the fucking uh, swamp. Don't know much about this topic, but building my slave one Lego set while listening to this great combo, fellas. Hey, there you go, uh, Jeremy. And I'm happy to let you read this, brother, next time you're at the house. I yeah, promise it's real quick, Jeremy. It's, it's a it's, quick read, yeah. and you'll, there's no way you cannot enjoy this. And then first. watch the Justice League episode. It's really yeah, good, too. that I'll but, watch with you. But this too. one really highlights, this story really highlights Wonder Woman, her, her toughness, her durability, how strong she is, what a powerhouse she is. Mm -hmm. And when somebody just treats her like a powerhouse, she's a really cool character. And then, too, I think it lends a lot to Batman and his friendship and his ability to try to help, you know, um, guide uh, Mr. Man. Yeah, look, the way mine ends here with Mongol smiling. And then, look, nothing. I get no. no oh. I get no hey. pin-up shot. Damn. It's bullshit. Oh, see, that. this is the, the cover right here, which this story has to DC Comics Presents, Superman, and Swamp Thing. Look, sir. Let me sell it. Oh, damn. Is that hard to find, though? I'm pretty sure it is, too. See, oddly enough, people say stuff, and then Superman stuff is hard to find. It's like you know, you can't really like just get like. Well, again, it's Alan Moore shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's true. And I think he will always be sought after for sure. Yeah, always. Um, but yeah, guys, great issue. We highly suggest also watching the episode of uh, Justice League. Double, can you confirm? Is it Justice yes. League or Justice League Unlimited? Yes, I'll check it out. But right now. yeah, um, I I loved reading it, and, and again, you know. I would easily put it on a list if somebody were to tell me, you know, what's one of your favorite single issues of a story I could easily say now, you know, Superman annual number 11 for the man who has everything because it's such a deep story driven by, you know, multiple things. Again, I don't think double A read the part, but, um, you know, when Batman gets it off of him, he says, let me see, I'll check it out real quick. I'm going to read it to you guys. This is the unlimited. Okay. Justice and it has unlimited. the same name. It's okay. the same name for, for the, the man, man who has, has everything. everything. It is okay. uh, season one of Justice League Unlimited, episode two. Okay, badass. Yeah. yeah, badass. Let me see here. So, Robin gets it off of him, uh, and I wanted to just read real quick that line. And again, while while is doing that, so <coughs> this is reprinted. We can't find the single issue. It's been reprinted in the greatest super, Superman stories ever told. Mm -hmm. Superman, the Man of Tomorrow trade paperback. Nice. Across the universe, the DC Universe stories of Alan Moore, which I just showed you. DC Universe, the stories of Alan Moore, again. And Superman, a celebration of 75 years. So that's where you can find some of these. And th those trades are going to be pretty good to get. So this would be pretty easy to find it in? Yeah, that one would be. Yeah. I'll just get the story in this so I can just read it. Yeah. So that's, super so easy. it's very available if you can't find a single issue. It's very available in a lot of uh, trades, the best of trades. Yeah. So right after they drop the the Black Mercy on the Mongol, you know, Superman says it's over. Right after you know uh, Robin drops on, and it says here later, Superman's asking Batman, "How do you feel?" He says, "Still a little shaky. It was so strange." <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he says, "I was married to Kathy Kane, and we had a teenage daughter." 
Uh, and then Wonder Woman says, I'm a little envious. It must feel wonderful to find out uh, just what your heart's desire really is. Uh, then Robin's looking at Mongo says, Mongo looks like he's having a pretty good time. <laughs> yeah. What will you do with him, Superman? And Superman says, I'm going to put him somewhere secure. And he says, what do you mean? Build a prison or... Superman says, not exactly. Have you ever noticed that black hole as you come in via the western spiral <laughs> arm of the galaxy? He says this to Robin. Very Pretty much he's right? going to throw his ass somewhere. And Superman says, uh, Robin says, uh, no, I can't say that I have. He says, it, Superman says, it's quite large. I think I'll drop him into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wonder Woman says, Cal, now that we've broken the ice at your birthday party, can I give you this? <laughs> That's when she gives him the bottle to the Candor. Um, but yeah, the kiss day exchange is pretty cool. Um, you know, because I, I guess Alan Moore is probably like, there's this. That's the only. Yeah, he's one more. That, I would say more of a realist. Yeah. Be like, that's who he would be with. You know what I mean? Not Lois. Joe says, "Might have missed it, but does the book have the promise? I won't forget you." No, it's the, that part is more well done in the in the animated series. I think, but he wait, he maybe does say that. Hold on. And then uh, again, Joe says, "Swamp Thing: The Greening of Gotham." I think books fifty two and fifty three got to read. Okay. Uh, nice. Batman brought cash. It, yeah, in the in the cartoon, I think he gives him like how much? Sam, <laughs> right? Like he gives him cash, yeah, right? Yeah, in the cartoon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I forgot Which about that. Which I think that. this was kind of better. I wish they would have shown no, him. Was, like... This was much deeper. This was. I no, no, but I, I think his gift here, I think, was better in the book. Oh yeah, no, Instead yeah, of, like, I agree cash, with you. Right? Absolutely, like, yeah. That's you know, this was so deep. You know what I mean? Um, let me see. But here. that's kind of cool that the cartoon kind of shows that side of Batman too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like where he actually goes to celebrate Superman. You know. So in, in this, Joe, what happens in their last uh, exchange, he says, Father, I'm scared. You're talking funny. <clears throat> he says, but don't you see? It's all wrong. Krypton shouldn't have ended up like this. This shouldn't have happened. None of it. He says, I want, his son says, I want to see my mother. I want to see Orna, which is the sister. He says, Van? Question mark. He says, oh, my son, I'm losing you. Please, please just let me hold you once more. And then he says, Van. And then. That's when the thing comes off of him. So it's not quite the promise, but uh, it's fucking pretty heart wrenching. Oh promise. yeah, and I think he does say. Let me see. I want to say he says something like that. Um, he says, "You're my son. I was there at your birth, and I'll always love you, always." But Van, I I don't think that you're real. Um, and he says earlier before that, he says, "I know it won't make any sense." Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It's like. <laughs> it's like Fuck, you're you know you're hurting, <laughs> and I didn't realize this double A, but the panels where he's in the dream are all drawn in red. Did oh, okay, all up? right. No, I didn't. Yeah, no. when it's not no, no, when no. it's when he's in the his own mind, it's the panels are blocked out in red, which is pretty cool. Okay, sure. So yeah, uh, guys, it's just fantastic, man. Uh, again, just to real quick, I want to reread the part when Batman it lands on Batman the Black Mercy, and it says, uh, as soon as it lands on him, it says. They are in a dark and familiar. They are in the dark and familiar streets of old Gotham, walking home after the show. There is the sound of his father's laughter and the smell of his mother's perfume, and then the man with the weasel face steps from the shadows, carrying an ugly-looking gun, and he fires, and he misses, and Thomas Wayne takes the gun away from him with no trouble at all. It says, uh, "The police lead the man away, and the child safe in his mother's arms. The dark cloud of terror that has flapped, squeaking through his mind, break." Wow, right there. The, the that's <laughs> whew, that's writing. The dark cloud of terror that has flapped squeaking like a bat <laughs> through his mind breaks up, dispersing forever. He is content. <laughs> like fuck, man. 
like you know you feel for batman you're like god damn yeah, yeah. that's like fucking brutal yeah you do Jeez, alan moore man bravo yeah. sir yeah bravo. Mm-hmm. uh joke says uh let me see uh nickname says uh which you prefer the animated one or the comic or a mix of both it's a mixer it's uh, a i mix. think both are really good uh yeah. but i would say read the comic still i think yes. i think you'll get a kick out of the comic even if you do a digital buy and buy yourself a copy probably for like a dollar or something like that it's it's so worth it yeah. uh it's it's more deep said more the rich. art's good the alan moore's writing we didn't really wonderful say everything but i mean just to yeah. look at the pages just to look at the fight between wonder woman and mongo and, and superman and mongo yeah that's really worth it. And Nick, like Joe said, it's considered one of the greatest comic book stories of all time, and it is easily one of the greatest Superman stories of all time. So even if you're not a Superman fan, I think that you will highly enjoy this story. But the cartoon is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe says, "Hell, the cartoon makes you cry." Yes, it does. Uh, and it did. He says, "Chuck's gonna get choked up," and I did. <laughs> uh, Joe says, uh, "Chuck, if you cry, I'm gonna cry." <laughs> like I always say oh, about, sure. uh, and I'm several kind. <laughs> Like, Conan doesn't cry, so I, I cry for him. And Joe says the animated one was one of the few adaptations Alan Moore. Oh liked. wow! Wow! I didn't know okay. that. Okay. That guy's like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck wow. double okay. I got nothing else for yeah. this one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go oh. on and check out the book. It's really good. Yeah, find it somewhere. You know what I mean? And again, if you get it in this co- a collected edition like this one, I have a uh, great Jim Lee cover. You get it signed by Jim Lee if you want. Uh, which the back is cool with his first appearance, like the, the look there. But you're getting this was a celebration of 80 years, bunch of Superman stories in here, including one written by Mr. Bill Finger, who don't forget, guys, a couple of episodes back we interviewed his granddaughter. Uh, yeah, Bill that was Finger, super cool. Bill Finger wrote a lot super, of stuff, super man. Cool. Not just Batman, not just Green Lantern, but Superman yeah. too. Or you can get this one, the Alan Moore collection, and, and that one Dan is cool Brandy. because that has like other stories written by yeah, Swamp uh, Alan Thing. Moore. Looks like yeah, the Green Vigilante, Arrow. Green Arrow. Yeah, uh, a Green Lantern tail is in there, That's so cool. it's really cool. It's really really cool. Uh, who's this guy? Uh, this is uh, the Phantom. The Phantom Stranger. Uh, Stranger, yes. Phantom Stranger. Yes. Yeah, Wonder Woman's yes. there. This is so cool. I gotta pick up one of these. I think I would really enjoy. Yeah, it. it's really good. It really is. Uh, my love of anthologies continues. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. <sighs> Jeremy says I definitely got to read that next time I come over. Yeah, you do, Jeremy. For I'm gonna watch the episode too, man. I could watch that episode over and over and over again. So I'll probably watch it with Kalo this weekend, but then I'll watch it. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about, Double A, before we get out of here? Mm-hmm. Let these people go at two and a half hours. Go, yeah. All right, guys. Well, well Joe says one. one let's more see thing. what Joe says here. He says, "Oh, another great episode, Uh-oh. boys. Stay tuned yeah. for Chuck and Joe. Now watch this route Roadhouse episode." <laughs> Chuck, it's streaming on Max. Okay, Joe, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. It's been too long without an episode of Now Watch This. And guys, if you don't know, go check out uh, Joe's podcast called Now Watch This, where they watch stuff and they talk about it sometimes in real time or sometimes they talk about it after real time. But it's still always a great conversation. And it's not always just about the movie or show they watch. It's about uh, life and fatherhood and family and, and everything. So Now Watch This is, a, is another great podcast, guys, for you guys to check out. Um uh, born here in san antonio yeah uh like us uh well guys um if there's no further ado jeremy says good talk yeah, have a good night jeremy you too hopefully i'll see you soon uh all of us um something we like to say at the end of every episode guys something that we like to remind you of if there is something that you want to do something that you want to accomplish a hope a dream uh something that you want to make happen go out and do it there's no time like the present guys seize the day that's what we say carpe diem just like in the great Film Dead Poet Society, right? Double A. Yes, sir. Guys, seize the day. Um, make it happen for yourselves. Uh, Mongol wanted to take out Superman. 
He sees the day. I mean, he did, right? <laughs> Grabbed it's the black ribbon. It's just too bad that uh, Batman Wonder Woman and Robin showed up. So. Yeah, showed up on his birthday. Uh, yeah, Nick says, yeah, my dude. Yeah. yeah, appreciate you, Nick. Hey, appreciate you popping in, man, via YouTube. Join us next week, man, live on Friday. We'll be here. Uh, yeah, Mongo had no problem seizing the day, no <laughs> doubt. And and again, too, you know, um, I guess you could say, you know, Superman, Kal-El, seized the day as oh, well because yeah. he latched onto that life real yeah. quickly, you know what I mean? But, but then he fought back. Yeah, and he fought back, and just as quickly as you, you know, as you can have it all, you can, it can unravel too, you know. So keep that in mind. Like Joe said earlier, be careful what you wish for. Sometimes, uh, the other thing we like to say, guys, is to quote the great Captain Steve Rogers in the End Game when he reminds the Avengers before they go back on the time heist to bring back half the universe. He tells them we must do whatever it takes, and they certainly did, guys. Even uh, Batman, you know, did whatever it took in this to get the Black Mercy off Superman. He did that, causing it to land on himself. Uh, Jason Todd, you know using some of that Batman knowledge and donning the gloves to drop the Black Mercy on Mongol. You know yep. what I mean? Whether How else were they going to stop that beast? He was, you know, barreling through most of them. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, you know, uh, definitely something the way to do, guys. But sometimes in order to seize the day, you must do whatever it takes, guys. So uh, seize the day. Do whatever it takes, guys. Uh, I'm CM Chuck. I'm Double A. And we are Just Another Friday Night, San Antonio's premier pop culture podcast with P-Breaks live every Friday on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Guys, check us out streaming uh, on our channel, Just Another Friday Night, at JAFN Podcast, or via our uh, friends and cohorts, uh, Collecting Weekly. Uh, we love those guys as well. Uh, check them out, too, pretty much Monday through Thursday, uh, and I think even Saturday and Sunday. The only day that we get is Friday, which is just fine with us. Uh, so check uh, check out all that good stuff, guys. Next week, we're going to figure it out. We're going to get the good camera back. Anything we know. We can figure it out, and we're going to also get the Instagram going for you guys. Uh, guys, have a good night. Stay safe. Stay warm. Stay dry wherever you may be. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Good night.